Welcome to another edition of From the Great Beyond. This is part five. We're joined by the normal cast as always. We have Mikey here, Franco, King J, Prodi, Psych Nephilim. Psych Nephilim. Man, shout out everybody who's been tuning in. You know, you guys did get us into the top 200 of the Apple podcast for a day. So let's keep hitting those those likes and the five star reviews and keep downloading this shit tell your tell your friends about it please and thank you please and thank you yeah. man i took some kratom earlier that shit got me feeling good i've never tried it before you look relaxed kratom 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 k-r-a-t-o-m they Kratum. use it to help the the benefit is to help people uh recovering from opioid addiction they get on like a regimen of kratom supposed to help the cravings and I just saw a documentary about it. So there's levels. So it, I was reading, if you just want to like be chill, you know, a little giddy, laughy, you take like two or three grams. Mm-hmm. And like if you want it as a pain reliever, you take 10 grams. So there's, it has levels, you know, so. Uh, didn't a guy, so on the little documentary I saw, it was on Vice. Okay. But uh, I believe this guy went to jail because he uh, was, was servicing that Kratom in his house. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and he was taking like heroin addicts and getting them on this kratom and within like six six weeks or six months they were like yeah. free off. i think it was six months yeah it's like a program yeah. yeah and uh oh is that it oh snap let me see this yeah so i just took three pills and then that was that hit me quick bro with the oh, my, uh, my mom takes those kratom is good for you yeah. Yeah, it's not good for you but i don't know if it's good or bad yeah i was for gonna you. say I, yeah I can't say shit, you know. But, but. Uh, there's supposed to be positivity to being able to replace heroin or uh, See, I don't or think whatever it's, it's probably, it's probably like not really good for you, but it's probably good for people that have been using all those drugs like that. This is like no, nah, but big people, time. but people use it that don't like Joe oh, yeah, Rogan. Have, okay. Joe Rogan takes it before he works out. So okay. does uh, Brandon Shaw because it says they could go forever, bro. Because it also gives you. It's like I, I like compared to a cup of stamina. I yeah. compared it like a cup of coffee without the without the jitters. Yeah, you you've been you've been extra relaxed. Like you don't have one wrinkle in your forehead. Your your face is that relaxed. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right though. I think there's a lot of different ways people are using it. And so this guy he went to Africa to go get this formula, and they they uh, do uh, rituals to it. And mm-hmm. so there's different levels, like you said, and and. Uh, I think the deepest level, it's like 100% illegal here, but they they take it over there, and they, they it's like a spiritual thing where they could clean you out. Concentrated. Yeah, it's like, like six like days. Like how peyote is? Um, yeah. Like how that's it's something, illegal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely it's illegal. Highly, you know, reli- it's a religious yeah. substance. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tropical plant, I believe. They use the extract or the leaves or the, mm-hmm. the leaf extract. Mm-hmm. And then they grind it into powder form. And, I mean, this fool got a little powder pack from Champs at Las Vegas. Yeah, we got it at the show in Las Vegas for the smoke shops and stuff. You know, the yeah, I've been to Champs. It. What yeah. brand are we working with? Because I like this. So it's if people co- want to look, look into them. Costa Kratom. Costa Kufus. Costa Kufus. <laughs> 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 yeah, Kratom. So that's K O S T A Kratom. So check them out. This shit got me feeling relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drinking coffee with this, so I don't know if that's a double whammy or what. Right. I'm smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out everybody who listened to last week's episode. We covered 
We covered some ground, shit. you know, a lot of shit. A couple of things I could remember that really stuck to my mind was that harvest, that harvest of the organs that um, Miguelito was talking about. That was and, trippy. And it's happening in like in our backyard, pretty much mm-hmm. down the street. Mm-hmm. It's in, in the Julio, zip code. Yeah. yeah, Julio looks back there, bro. He hears bodies and shit fucking blowing up. Yeah, and then that telescope that mm. kind of had me pretty wild. They yeah. yeah. We're That's able scary. to get in with the University of Arizona, and somehow the Vatican's the main money behind that. that was That's wild. crazy, yeah. right there. I was watching. I was fucking looking at pictures of it, bro. It's like a big old. I use it as the thumbnail for the episode. Oh, the, oh, um, the telescope. Yeah, it's a fucking. So yeah, so how you were talking about that telescope showing that like um what it could show and what it could see. Yeah. So I was telling them about a new story um that they found a new planet that's called G seven, I, th- uh-huh. I believe. Yep. And what they're doing right now is they actually, ha- and I'm thinking it's that telescope, they use the telescope saying that they have it where you can see, use that telescope to see life that they've already seen on that planet. Wow. So they said that they're going to start releasing those video, I mean those uh, photos onto yeah. the internet pretty soon so people can see it themselves. And so, who better to have the photos than the uh, the main players, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Have exactly. control over that. Exactly. Yep. So they haven't released them because they're probably trying to figure out, well, how should we release it? Like, what should we show that yeah. we saw in there? You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to just, oh, just release yeah. all the photos, everything you saw. Yeah. Like, How are we going <laughs> to Photoshop those joints up? Exactly. You know How are we going to take stuff out, add shit so people think, you know, this and that? Like, yeah, dude. But dude, you guys see that amateur astronomer who um, recorded uh, an asteroid hitting uh, Jupiter? Oh, yeah, Whoa. that was wild. Jupiter got shook. It got shook. <laughs> when was yep. this? And you see the little blast, dude? They say that blast was the size of Earth. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, some dude recorded it. You see the blast. An oh. asteroid railroaded into Jupiter. When was this? Last night, I think. Oh, oh, I, I read it last night. Yeah. So something super recent. Recent in the last two or three days. Oh, to damn. Yeah. I read and it last night. the blast was the size of Earth? So they had they showed a before and after picture, and you can see how, like, the Oh, impact. and the, the expansion of it was the size of Earth mm-hmm. from the explosion. Yeah, so he, has the, like, so he put a video together with all the frames. He said he had to use one frame every seven frames. That's all. That's how close, like large object slams into Jupiter. So Franco's playing the video right now. Let's give him some sound. See it says likely an asteroid impact Jupiter on August 7th. Uh, Astrophotographer Ethan Chapel was. He was stu- so this guy studies Jupiter, so that's why he was focused in. He looks like at the slow motion. So, right. so, so there's a, see oh, right th- there that, that, little, that little mark. So that's the size of Earth right there, bro. That impact. <sighs> So it looks like a speck to Jupiter. Other impacts have been Jupiter. seen from Earth, including this one from 2016. So that's crazy, right? Like yeah, the that's, telescopes that's they amazing, have. Dude. Yeah. I wonder how much a telescope like that is running us. Oh, I'd, I'd say Ten like bucks. half a million, probably easy, dude. Half a million so? children. Half a million. Half a million. They're, they're the ones that are powering it. <laughs> they're the ones that are powering it. So um, I wonder, what, what do they do like tours of the Vatican telescope? Or how can we go check it out? That'd be dope. You can't. Oh no! There's, nah, you can't. There's no Air telescope. In there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the one on Mount Graham, they work with uh, U of A, and it's uh, only certain parts are accessible. And that's yeah. the only way you're gonna see it is if you get to go on your <laughs> astronomy class. <laughs> yeah. It's like Area 51. A few rooms, yeah. So. But they're, I don't think they're doing just signing up the public or whatever. No, and the one guy that did, I y- I never said his name last time, so I'll go back and get his name. But uh, the one guy that did go to uh, Mount Graham and went, he talked to a guy and he led him in and then that guy took him to the main room and got him a person that pretty much just walked up to them and gave him a gave him a tour so yeah 
So that would be interesting. I mean, I guess we don't know. It would be worth a little drive out there or a couple phone calls, you know. Yeah. We do want to drive up there, though, right? Absolutely, yeah. I I like that. Where? uh, Out to Graham, down to Tucson. There's a... I went there a couple of years ago. A friend was buying a, a gift for uh, for his partner, and it was a, a big, like five hundred dollar telescope. And um, they may be the people to talk to if anybody would know how to how to actually get in there. They they might. I'm pretty sure they would know. Yeah, or somebody affiliated with the school. Yeah, they obviously. Have oh shit, dude! One of uh, Desiree's friends has a. That's what he does, bro. He just sits there and takes pictures of. Oh fucking the skies with this expensive ass telescope. Yeah. So maybe we could get that fool in here, and he could school us, school yeah. us, and tell oh, yeah, us. He probably knows a lot more about it. Yeah, and telescopes in general too. And he's probably seen some wild shit out there, bro. Yeah, the the unique thing about that telescope specifically is how it shoots infrared. So that wild. infrared, yeah, that's that's the that's uh, its big advantage over the military one. Yep. You were saying right over the uh, Hubble, over the classic Hubble. mirrors yep. or whatever light mirrors. Yeah, so, man, shout out to everybody who tuned in last week. If you didn't, go check it out. That's a quick little recap. I mean, we're going deep in all kinds of shit. And um, I was also watching this new documentary series on Netflix last night. I recommend you guys to watch it. It's called The Family. So it shows how this secret Christian group that's been running the White House, bro, since fucking the 60s or some shit. It's maybe the 50s. They've been running the White House, dog. And you guys don't fucking trip the fuck. I just watched two episodes. What's it called? It's called The Family on Netflix. So let's all watch it if we get a chance and fucking we'll talk about it next week. But it goes deep, bro. It goes fucking deep. You, like, like the Vatican ain't shit compared to like this little secret group, dog. It's like, and it's secret. They, they try to keep it secret, bro, till like 2009. This vato came out because he got caught um, cheating on his girlfriend. I don't know, on his wife, I mean, and he threw all these fools. He fucking mentioned the name. He threw it under the bus. So check that out, dude. It's called The Family on Netflix. So, man, you guys hear what happened today? No, what happened today? Jeff- I've, been, I've been busy. Jeffrey Epstein committed that. He found, offed himself. Found dead in the cell, hung. He killed himself, dog. By no suicide. Yeah. By suicide. He killed himself, bro. He couldn't handle the vibe. So I have a question about after being I was only in jail for two days, but I, I wouldn't know how to hang myself. I don't I don't know how that that part doesn't even make sense. A lot of a lot of them hard to hang yourself. Hell yeah. No, like a lot of them do it, it off their bed. But they take like everything you could hang yourself but with. Still, yeah, and they like, take everything they could hang. Themselves just with. without any other facts of the situation being fishy. Just sounds hard to hang yourself. Sounds tough, <laughs> especially in jail where they just don't give you much of anything. So he would have to cut up his blanket find something it just all sounds real tough to me i mean well anything in jail is going to be tough regardless but if you really want to get it or do it you're going to fucking find the way i remember he is just just like how they always get drugs in there here here's uh like you know what i mean yeah here's one thing to say too that's possible if they didn't want him talking then uh they let somebody hang him so well, that that's, that's obviously where we're about to take this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm just I going think that's with the simple fact of yeah. how do you hang yourself yeah. without even thinking anything else weird about it. What about See, that? It could like be a cover-up, too. What oh, about well, that? I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel yeah. that's yeah. all I like brought he, to talk like about Like somebody today. hung him, and then they just left him there, and then guards came, and, oh, my God, we found him hung in right. a cell. You he know? was on suicide watch, then he was suddenly off suicide watch, and then this happened. Why, you think he was going to talk? Oh, I think absolutely he was going to talk. That's the way that you get rid of, you know. Yeah, they came... They came. 
were spilling the beans on like diplomats that he was connected to. Uh, pr- who do we say, Prince Andrew? I believe it was Prince Andrew, and like, obviously the Clintons always comes up in those conversations. Yeah, so I mean, Bill Clinton. It was, was really high, list. like so. I mean, you know, like a lot of powerful, powerful people, CEOs, they didn't want that information to get up. But yeah, a lot of business people and or politicians. Yeah. But it could be out of the business realm. It could be someone we've never even heard yeah. of that doesn't want their name to come up. You know, because yeah. um, I'm pretty sure there was notes and. But all after that he was arrested found. a month ago. Websites were already writing. The conspiracy people were already saying, this dude's good as dead. So let's wait and see how his suicide how happens. Long? And it was So I pulled up the article this morning. It was written a month ago, and they wrote it like it had already happened. Epstein commits suicide, 2.45 p.m. And then they made a couple jokes, like last visitor in his cell. And it had, like, Hillary with a mustache and sunglasses. And <laughs> like, so they were just making jokes. But then they were, like, fully predict, like, people were expecting that, you know? Yes, I think if when and I think in a lot of cases in jail, dude, when you have it where people like where the guards or even the warden is talking and like that, like, you know, that person's soon to die. Like, you know, I think in those cases, the like when you have wardens that are so corrupted and crooked, I think they like some of the people like they actually like have the guards um, give inmates shanks and access to kill those people that are just taking up all this money from them mm-hmm. when they're only going to be there for like another couple months as it is. You know what I mean? So, and you I, know, Epstein is a billionaire. He could have slipped the guard a few bucks. Exactly. Right. You know, and that guard don't give a fuck. He's dead. Mm-hmm. He'll never, you know, never come out, never come out. Um, my only other connection to that was the first time I ever heard about Epstein was about 15 years ago. And when Hunter S. Thompson, the writer, committed suicide, yeah. I heard all these stories that he was going to expose this pedophilia ring. ring in the government and the Lolita Express and the Epstein. And I kind of like played it all off. Didn't, and now here we are 15 years later hearing about what a real thing that was. Yeah, real as fuck. And Hunter S. Thompson, I mean, totally was strung out and lived a crazy life. Totally plausible that he was ready to die and shot himself. But... Also, just really weird that we were hearing that back then, and now it's coming out. Yeah. At, all at the same time, though, he was going to expose it with a bunch of other people, though, that died, too. So, Like Anthony right? Bourdain and if you, Yeah, if you look at Hollywood at that time, Anthony Bourdain, you know. Uh, He's Chester, connect- Chester, Benning- Chester Bennington. And, and they all hang themselves for some reason. Chris right? Cornell. Uh yeah, uh, the dude from Fast and the Furious, too. Uh, Paul, Walker. Paul, Walker. Paul Walker. Oh, yeah, Chris uh, Cornell. Wait, wait. So what, what are those theories or what were they doing what were they working towards i didn't hear it either because paul walker i thought that one was like pretty clearly a car wreck is there something behind that uh so they show there's speculate yeah there's video right now that you can Mm -hmm. see a big old fireball before the before uh, the car even before it hit the tree yeah and so what they're thinking is like i never heard any conspiracy around that one well i heard the tires blew up though because they were old and that that car was just like sitting. Wait, do you there. have information, Psych, on what they said? Uh, I could bring it up real quick because I've watched. I mean, I was yeah, all curious. over that. Oh, yeah. I was over Jamie? that. Have you guys? Chris Thompson was the only one I had to mention, but I did read recently how they said Chester Bennington, Chris Cornell, and I don't know how far you or deep you can take it, but Hunter S. Thompson is someone we know was a journalist. We know wrote about crazy shit, you know. And so I thought, like, I've always remembered that since two thousand six, two thousand whatever, when I was thought he was a cool dude or whatever mr gonzo journalist he was on the ends too so he was in some of those elitist parties and right yeah like he, he was kicking it with a lot friends of those with crazy yeah. famous people you know yep. all right let me look here so so he's like the joe seville of modern u.s jimmy seville oh, well, jimmy seville yeah jimmy Sa- saville saville that's gross 
Oh, yeah, fuck, fuck Jamie well, Savile. What gonzo journalism was was like a self-proclaimed thing, but it was him writing about his being submersed into the experience, whether it was war or politics, being on the campaign trail and writing about it, his own experience. So it would end up being almost fiction and craziness of what he was going through during that, but then he would be documenting the campaign trail was a really famous one. Nice. Here's, here's a quote from Macaulay Culkin. He said, Hollywood is going to burn in my lifetime. You watch. That motherfucker knows. That's wild. He knows. Yeah. He was a kid in Hollywood, bro. No. When did he know? say that? Huh? Was that recently? Recently. Like, uh, he was on uh, fuck, some show, I think on CNN or something. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, it's a quote he just recently said. Maybe today, maybe he was being interviewed about Epstein's fucking death, but he said it recently in... Yeah, that Vato knows a lot. He mm. was he grew up in Hollywood. You know? Corey Feldman's yeah. another one that he talks a lot a about it, and he but he's he is so careful to say uh, nothing, but he does know a lot. Oh, they want to off yeah. that guy. Bro. Yeah, they were both really good friends with Michael Jackson as mm-hmm. well too. Yeah, and if you guys know Michael Jackson before he was gonna die, uh, he was uh, his brother uh, was Muslim, and uh, they were actually gonna start protecting him. And uh, he was about to expose some stuff too, and then that's when they had his doctor just off. Michael Jackson's brother. Michael, J- Michael Jackson's brother, yeah. Which one, Tito? Mm, no. no, it's the older brothers. Uh, but w- but um. That's why he was always rolling with the nation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was um he was about to expose a lot of uh, the things that um that he was uh, denouncing. And he was going to walk away from, and then the nation was going to pretty much have like uh, protection for him. And he and uh, the the closest they could get was his doctor. So the doctor uh, injected him with that. That, that um, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. I forgot yeah. the name of it. He had like a he slowed like cardiac arrest. Yeah, basically. so pretty much it just like slowed your heart rate down yeah. so bad where you just went into cardiac arrest and you just yeah, flatlined. Well, they, well, he was getting sedated every night, right, to crash out. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, dude, he was giving him shots of it like every night for what was it like a, a like week? A week, yeah, dude. Just so that could go to sleep. Like five milligrams, five milligrams, five milligrams, whatever it was, dude. And then, yeah, it was just too much, dude. And like that. Imagine that, bro. Him. Having to take take yeah. some shit just to sleep. I mean, not just take some shit. That's some heavy shit, Didn't bro. before he died, too, he owed people, like, hundreds and thousands of dollars? Uh, I know that he, his, so he, what the ranch and all that was worth wasn't worth what it was said to be worth. It was, like, in financial... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but what he did on that they did want to get from the him Beatles. was the Beatles uh, catalog. Catalog. He owned all the masters to the Beatles, and also uh, the Elephant Man he, Bones. He owned uh, no, for real. I think so. yeah. He, no, that a couple he, uh, like a couple months before he even died, that uh, he owed a shitload mm-hmm. of people money. Yeah, yeah, dude, and then that's when like. Yeah, that's just, I don't know, that's just, just all crazy. crazy. Well, this is what they did to Prince. Uh, Prince, they um, basically did a, a, like a gag order on the family. So if they, like all of them received a small amount of money. And if they talked about anything about like what was going on, they wouldn't get any money. So they gagged the family and everybody knows that they got Prince's original music and non-released music and that's why you see Prince all over iTunes mm-hmm. now and in movies like you see um, these references to him because now they could sell his likeness his, yeah exactly and they own that now so I think that's what they wanted from Michael Michael Jackson as well too and, and Prince they wanted 
those rights back from the Beatles and they wanted his rights and his likeness because now you see Michael Jackson on all these pop vinyl figures and all that stuff and he's no longer like portrayed as the you know the kid fucking molester and stuff he's like oh this is Michael Jackson greatest pop star ever and they sell that likeness again and they sell his music and it's weird how they make that um it's like a it's a um like a, a like a it's a hype around a person and they sell it, you know? Yeah. And then if they want to take it away, they just, you know, make you seem like... You yeah, know, it's the same burnout. with the R. Kelly. Like, once that uh, whole um, documentary came out and everything, his sales went up, dude. His album sales went up from that in there. It was like... Did they really? The, it sh- yeah. yeah. It should have been the Did total they? opposite. I thought it would have been the reverse. Exactly. It should have been the reverse, but it's... He Chris just Brown, weird. Yeah, I was just gonna say, wasn't that with Chris Brown when he fucked uh, fucked Rihanna? Up Rihanna? Yeah, yeah. And he, now his album sell just went up. Like, dude, everybody's been knowing about all these people, and they're fucking barely even trying to do anything about it. Like R. Kelly, we've known that dude was a fucking. Oh yeah, freak. dude. Yeah, He's it's been weird on. how the rumors go for so long. Or most of our lifetime, you know. Well, what, some of these. what's crazy is because of the what they were saying is. Earlier, the reason why he got off was because the jury, the jury was all from Chicago, and everybody loves everybody from Chicago loves like loves R. Kelly. Loyalty, so they're R&B like, oh loyalty. yeah, he couldn't do that. So, like we did it, the the public did it, you know, too. And it wasn't well, just that's how fucked they, up that's laws. what they said about OJ is because of the climate at the time, the political climate after the. You know, cops beating on Rodney King and all the things the cops were doing. How were they going to convict OJ? OJ? You know, it was so more like times. just stick together. Yeah, dude, R. Kelly offered his brother a record deal if he took the blame for that piss yeah, video. As a guitarist, yeah. Well, I mean, R. Kelly married Aaliyah, bro. He was banging her when she was fifteen. 15? Yeah. Who the what fuck does that shit? You what, know? What'd you just say uh, about who, that's who, fact. who paid who? So and how old was he around the time? Uh, R. Kelly, yeah. twice age, twenty-four. Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, you talking about Aaliyah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All those R. Oh, Kelly yeah. back. It was like twenty-eight was already. 20. I was saying twice her age. Yeah, but maybe twenty-eight, but at least twenty-three, twenty-four. Yeah, what? But no, yeah, there's no excuse. That's, yeah, that's known. There's yeah, no excuse well to date a fifteen-year-old if you're fucking that old, bro. Yeah, bro. So he would have his in-laws play guitar on the record and then pay them way more than it was actually worth, you know, as like a hush money. Oh, okay. Hit them with a few hundred thousand or whatever yeah. the number is. And he said, "Nah, fuck that." No, no, the brother oh, took he did? it. Oh, yeah, he did? No, oh. they all, this went on for years and years and years, you know. He gave him like a record deal. Just kept kind of greasing everybody up, you know, mm. who was close enough to him to know he was a creep. You yeah, know, there's, a, there's a documentary, bro, and his brother's on there, like all these girls from back in the day that fucking slept with him when they were kids. And what's crazy, he has all this shit on film, bro. So yeah, the reason yeah, the feds stupid. went after him, this Vato fucking finally, Filmed it all. finally released all the videos, bro, and he's... And I think a bunch of his associates got arrested, too, for covering for up. For covering up, And this yeah, is a federal dude. case now, bro. This isn't... That's damn. a federal offense, Yeah, too, so like. they Yeah. But for a while, it was just jokes like... I mean, Dave Chappelle made, the, you know, the most famous thing. I want to pee on you. That's yeah. funny. That was funny when he goes... Uh, I saw R. Kelly at the MTV Awards show, and he walked up to me. He's like, man, why you making videos fucking pissing on girls? He's like, nah, why, why you making videos on pissing <laughs> on girls? <laughs> 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 So fuck, dude. Um, <laughs> they've been covering up a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. After that Me Too movement, they're they're coming out of the woodwork, and a lot of these girls are older now too. So you right. know, back in the day, they couldn't maybe speak about it or was too scared. Too dude. scared. Yeah, or he knows? paid them. 
He would pay them. You it was know, probably to shut both. The fuck up. Too scared and paid them. Yeah. You know? Signed and that like, paper. They just would shut the hell up and shit. You know. Uh, like. R. Kelly. I just did the math real quick. They were married in '94. Uh, he was he was that born was in '67. So I, if my math is right, that's 27 years. He he See, was 27. Yeah. yeah. Twice his age, pretty much. That's thirty in my books. You know, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. You're you dating a fifteen-year-old. But they also, it was weird Half that they were age. marketing Aaliyah that way, as so sexual at that young. She got like super popular really fast. Well, that and was our Kelly. They did that yeah. with Britney oh, yeah, that's Spears true. too. That's right. I forgot about that. She was, he was her like mentor. So yeah, Kim Kardashian. You do this like that, and we're gonna sell more records. Like, right. Know? That's true. Uh, grooming her. Yeah, yeah grooming. grooming. Her. Right. Uh, check this out. Uh, Randy Quaid was another big. Uh, you know, a whistleblower. He was. Uh, right. He said, according to Hollywood Insider, Randy Quaid, there is a problem in Hollywood with a group of star whackers. This group I expose as the Illuminati, and they are. And I don't know how to get to the rest of the story, but uh, stops right there. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. So Randy Quaid had a name for this so-called uh, mystery death in Hollywood. He he called these people star whackers that were getting wow. like whacked oh, off. Shit. Who's Randy Quaid? He was in movies uh, like one of he oh he was cousin in Eddie most famously he was uh, yeah cousin, cousin Eddie or yeah, I that's was one of his say, most, yeah. okay yeah because that's the um that's uh, Vegas or the National um, Lampoon National yes, Lampoons there you go I was gonna say the um the Fourth of July movie Independence Day Independence Day oh yes, yes. he was on those oh, I remember me so, yeah, so he became that character in real life and started doing these and it's that's when you lose all credibility because I don't remember if he was drunk or what he was doing but remember those videos he put out yeah and he probably does know some shit though but who's gonna listen to him now know? that he's all he turned into out, cousin yeah. Eddie yeah well, that's what they do to discredit you they make you look crazy well he. So. I mean, he made himself yeah, he look looked crazy. crazy already. Yeah. <laughs> he already played that character, so we were all used to that. Then he came out with a few videos, just him talking to the camera. Yeah. Just like, boop, 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 like totally <laughs> laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like just making accusations. I mean, just like acting crazy. Yeah. Know? No, he was, but I think they put a bigger a bigger light on it. You know, they, they oh, showed right, him more right, is what right. I'm That's saying. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of them fools do crazy shit. A lot of they just because they're just weird people. But uh, yeah, I noticed he was just like blabbering and speaking real. Like what's uh, Tyrese is another one that went crazy too. Diddy Species. Oh yeah, uh, little yeah. rant. That fool hates The Rock. Huh? He's always talking shit. Oh Tyrese. Yeah. I was. Uh, you know, it was a good one though. Um, so The Rock went to to Tyrese's album release party, <laughs> and they interviewed The Rock after. And he's all, dude, that shit was a complete piece of shit. All this shit, he was just trashing that album. Oh, I can hear him saying it. I thought that was fake beef. Is that real beef? No, that's real because he didn't want those fools to go and and make that other movie. But we'll talk about that on the Roach Clip podcast. Make sure to tune in on the Roach Clip. Yeah, this is the Great Beyond. Yeah, so. The Great um, Beyond where we talk about real shit. Speaking (laughs) back to, uh, you know, our last. Last uh, episode when uh, with energy and everything like that and just different vibrations of the earth and all that that you, uh, the you frequencies know. yeah the frequencies and everything so I watched the documentary last night on uh, ancient aliens and yeah how about the energies they were saying that like how there's different they believe how there's different life on different planets so they were showing the different planets along like this ring that goes around the whole entire sun. And they say each planet has its own different vibration that causes, uh, what do they call it, the harmony uh, of, of, of the universe. 
like the harmony symphony of the universe. I like that. That makes sense. Yeah. So they were showing the Earth like spinning, and then they were showing another planet spinning super like each fast. Each one is an instrument. Yeah, and each one is its own little instrument spinning at its own rotation vibration. So how you were talking about how we were talking about the lizard people, yeah. the um the owl people. They were speaking on that, saying that the people from those planets where they come from. The vibrations is just what forms their body and just forms it a lot different than what it would on Earth. Yeah, so it creates different atmospheres. It creates so, different yeah, atmospheres so and different changes to their body. That so that's what keeps the 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 universe together, right? Yeah, they're saying yeah, that's what keeps the universe. Yeah, everybody together. has its fucking. Key. Everybody has its own little keynote. So if one goes out of tune, it fucks everything up, dude. Mm. So, yeah, so they were just talking about that, the different vibrations. And I just found it interesting, dude, you know, just them showing, like, their own perspective or their own thought image of what these people would actually look like. And these showing people? You, what do you mean these, these people? Are, like, these, li- <laughs> these lizard people, these owl people, you know, the ones that you guys were speaking about. Um, yeah, they were saying, the dude was saying that the owl, uh, the owl person is, like, as big as the sky and it would only come out at the time of night when the same when owls would. And that its face is pretty much like an owl face. No, no. Its whole body is an owl, but it pretty much has like the face of like a person or something. Or its face is an owl, but its body is like a person, dude. But That's like, a meth head. All it comes out at night. Not meth head. All zombies. Drive down Van Buren. Yeah. Owls are interesting little creatures. And then they were showing, yeah, they were showing like um, drawings ancient drawings like they found on like tombs and on pyramids and shit of people drawing these characters and they had it where it was like a uh, like an egyptian person right. but the head was like a bird right or like I've the body of those in the or the body was like a snake and the tail was like like the tail of like a lizard or something dude mm-hmm. so i think yeah that's just yeah there's a lot i'm gonna dig out that uh symbolism book with the animals yeah mm-hmm the last two times Universal I saw symbols. Last two times I saw owls. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, around the time, uh, the third base th- dropped the cactus two, album. Uh, <laughs> there was a uh, my dog had died, and uh, my sister's boyfriend had died, and uh, it was really weird because after that happened, I don't remember seeing them, and it, w- it was it was a really weird like uh, experience. Yeah, they got multiple meanings like. Out yeah. in different places, like it means they mean good. They mean like it's well, they mean wisdom. Mm-hmm. I think in the protectors, in India, yeah. and so some parts of China. Mm-hmm. China, you got some heat on the owls or what? Yeah, I got some like little, little stuff I got on them and shit. Like back in uh, ancient Greece, Athena, she was like the um, the goddess of wisdom and all that, and that was her. Her symbol. She was an owl. That was her symbolism, and it represented good. Nice. But out in like Africa and everything, they represent um, evil and uh, evil de- spirit yeah, and death mm-hmm. and all that. Like if you see one, they mean it meant that you were gonna oh, die. It's coming. That your bad, time was coming. Bad juju. Yeah, mm-hmm. bad juju. Bad juju and shit. Uh huh. And in the Bible, they call them as wisdom and good. They meant good in the Bible. They're that's um, what I always thought about now. The wisdom now. Like, uh, let's yeah. say in a Disney movie, like the one I remember is the Sword in the Stone. Oh, I was gonna say that uh, the Magic Archimedes. <laughs> is that the one with the ma- <laughs> Myrtle and shit? With uh, the Owl Archimedes. The shit talking owl. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much it, and um, they pretty much um, yeah, they're just little crazy, 
little creatures. Because a lot of people say they're like, um, what do you call that? Shape shifters, right? Yeah. They're Shape. witches. So they could yeah, that too. A lot of them use a lot of believe uh, it's traditions and yeah. cultures believe that. Mexican yeah. culture if, believes If you actually that. see the yeah. way an owl can fly and maneuver, they can do it like no other bird in the world. I promise you no other bird can oh, do it like Yeah, well, they're a, they're a crazy breed of birds, dude. Dude, the way... They, they, they breed it themselves so they can last all year, dude, in the... Um, and, any and through any weather, in one spot, they won't have to migrate. So they became a little uh, like a. They said it's un, unknown what species they bred together, yeah. but they're two bird breeds that breeded themselves like that and created them so they can mm. be able to survive mm. on both through, they're, they're like little eagle they're through all weathers. Yeah, dude. So like yeah, you know it does have a big old eagle face if you mm-hmm. think about it, huh? These they uh, could do like a full spin on their head. Yeah. Eagle oh, and the yeah, uh, eagle and the penguin around. is uh, uh-huh. uh, like a mix. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> eagle fucked the penguin, became this fucking owl. Yeah, I so like this that. family, dude, they I don't know if they owned the owl or like was just training it, part of its trainer. And it was two people. They stood. They st- stood about the same distance you guys are, like the same length between their bodies maybe a little bit closer and then this boy had on a glove and had on some type of food for it you could see the owl flying from like a tree way down far and it comes dude sticks his feet out and puts his wings all the way back flat and goes straight through them like maneuvers through them so crazy dude that another bird would have just went around yeah wouldn't have been able to do it, dude. it, was, like, <laughs> it was amazing they showed it in slow-mo and like it's like its wings just went like all yeah. the way back and it just stuck its feet out so it could like glide itself through there. Playing and then just wings just came back and just landed. They're on the playing board. X games. Nice. I hope they like gained that on video. It's like it yeah, knew it that it could fit through there too. Prior I hope to so, it. Man, I know you saw that acting. Those acting. Yeah, it was a freestyle. So this is. <laughs> it looked like an X games freestyle yeah, session. You got to go between these two guys. Folded its wings back like Batman. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude. It was amazing. I was like, what? Like, saw, never seen no shit like that before. Yeah. <laughs> They also mean good luck, right? To some it depends. Cultures, some it, cultures. Yeah, yeah it, it all varies, dude. Yeah. Like, everyone like they say hummingbirds are good luck, too. If yeah. you see one fly in your yard. I know. fucks with owls. I like owls. Yeah, I know they say, though, like I was telling you guys uh, on the previous podcast, I know that white owls, actually, they're a sign of uh, death. So not all owls are, you know, uh, lucky yeah, or yeah. considered wisdom. They are also considered in some cultures as a sign of like death. So yeah. Uh, so so the, just like now, I won't have to go through my whole experience. But uh, what ended up happening was that was one of the things I realized I saw was how everything we're talking about. Like it, it's a sign of good. It's a sign of bad. Yeah. It's death. It's all yeah. this stuff. Um, what happened f- to me though is there's this one particular owl um, I I was seeing. Um, in that kind of a really rough part of my life and what was going on was uh i saw him so much when i would come home i i named him uh i just start calling him albert and then uh roll was <laughs> like what's up albert and then uh um kind of when everything got settled down um i hadn't seen the the, the okay. owl and all this other shit but this was the afternoon and i was leaving my house and uh and uh, i heard like a rustling like and i thought somebody threw something at me and uh uh, Albert had fallen out of the bush right next to my <laughs> right next to my uh, door, <laughs> and uh, it was funny because they're nocturnal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But he looked up at me, and I was like, "Oh shit, what up, Albert?" And uh, <laughs> he just looked at me, and he fucking he booked it. He just psh, flew, and that was it. And that was the last time I ever seen that owl. 
Um, but the crazy part is, but like I said, that was kind of when I, when I got, was at peace, when I was resolved with my issues. Um, but that's the, the point I'm getting at is like, that's what I interpret it as. So like all these things of people dying and all this other stuff, it's like that can happen and they can bring it or just, just telling you what the inevitable is, but it's what you create, create from that. And, and during those times, um, by whatever meaning, right. Whether it's white, brown, in my case, it was a little brown now, but, uh, yeah, that's want to say that yeah uh i did some uh research too with uh with broly on the owl stuff too so i got a little something here as well um they say um in far more than a few cases uh this is research through the mystery mysterious universe uh dot org website um in far more than a few cases of alien abduction witnesses or victims report something very strange but which can be found all across the planet they have seen what they describe as a giant-sized owl uh, staring at them. Then there follows a typically weird and mysterious event, one in which the witness suddenly finds themselves aboard a UFO and subjected to intrusive procedures. For some UFOologists, the most obvious explanation is that the owl is a screen memory. And so, like, just to tell you guys, a uh, screen memory... Um, they have it in encyclopedia.com listed as a screen memory, like forgetting an amnesia is a, com- uh, is a comprise between repressed elements and defense against them. Arap- this is a, a paradoxical feature of recollections of this kind is they are less childhood memories than memories about childhood characterized typically by their singular clarity and the apparent insignificance of their content. It's a really hard uh, paragraph to read, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. All intelligent words, big words. It's very big. That's interesting, though. <laughs> but important facts are not retained. Instead, their psychic significance is displaced onto closely associated but less important details. Uh, so displacement is indeed the main mechanism here, as it is in the case uh, like in nemic symbols or in the forgetting of a proper name. So to go back, um, that's the uh, pretty much the definition of a screen yeah. memory. So they say they're created, screen memories are created by the aliens as they seek to obscure and obfuscate what really happened to the abductee. So a screen memory is one of a non-threatening nature that the mind and subconscious creates to mask and bury a frightening, stressful event. Um, so extra extraterrestrial species might possess the ability to create extremely visual hallucina- hallucinations in the mind of the targeted abductee as part of a concentrated effort to ensure that the truth of the matter never surfaced. Uh, the image of the eerie owl would overwhelm the reality of the situation, thus ensuring that the alien's desire to stay in the shadows remained intact. Make no mistake, such cases are everywhere. Um, So just to give you guys a little bit of history going further back, um, they link the um, Mothman to uh, Mm. owl uh, sightings. And um, if you guys don't, listeners that don't know about the Mothman, that's uh, I'm not sure when that story uh, came about. Um, Do you guys already look it up or what? Anybody? No, No? I haven't looked it up. Yeah, I'll look it up right now. But the Mothman or Owlman. Uh, there was even sightings of uh, going far back as the 70s, 
Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna see if they have the actual. I'm still gonna find those. I have yeah. the pictures of those three moths I was talking about that I still want to show y'all because the way they were all lined, lined up. up. Yeah, and I think they were called an atlas moth, or at least that's the biggest picture of a moth I've found. That's like, you know, it's bigger, bigger than yeah. your hand. Um, that's dope. My dad said he saw a big ass owl uh, where he he used to go jogging in this empty field. Now there's like buildings and shit there. Actually, a freeway is going there through there. They saw him in a field? But he saw this big-ass owl, dude, and he said th- it looked like a dude crossing his arms, bro, at first. And he tripped out, so he got closer to it. Oh, he's like, it was a big-ass fucking owl, bro. <laughs> That's dope. That's crazy. That's Looks like someone's sitting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was, and then when he got closer, Mothman. it transformed. Yeah, oh, exactly. crazy. Like Mothman. Uh-huh. See, I never thought of that until, like, yeah, you dude. guys started talking about Mothman and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, they, it's right here, it even, it just popped right up, but it says, in West Virginia folklore, the Mothman is a creature reportedly seen in Point Pleasant area in 1966, so it was really close to the 70s. Uh, the first newspaper first newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register dated November 16, 1966 titled Couple See Man-Sized Bird Creature something and that's what it says Creature something. The Mothman was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 and then popularized in the 75 book The Mothman Prophecies so um it kind of goes into the folklore about it, but uh, in some of the uh, things we were reading about about uh, the shapeshifters, uh, one of them was that uh, there was like the Mothman, and it was like the Birdman, and you know it, it could change. Uh, it had like uh, it had human attributes and um, wings, and so they say that when you see it, this is weird. I was I just seen a documentary on it. This was after the podcast, but. Sometimes its body will tear itself in half and you have to separate the body from the upper half so that it can never reconnect to its legs again and it flies off and it dies somewhere. Oh, what? That's, that's how you kill it pretty much? Yeah, I just seen this <laughs> on a documentary. shit. <laughs> yeah, like two nights ago, I think. So that's that's really That's how you kill there. it, boy. That's how we kill it, boys. You, you gotta, gotta pull it in half, dude. You gotta pull it in half. That's separate crazy. the man from the moth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta split it like a blunt. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I watched the interview on um, YouTube. I forgot who it was, though. It was this African-American guy. Um, but he was talking about how there is life. He said there's people like that look just like us. He's all, but these guys came and were you living here. You African-American guy? You yeah. can say black, dude. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, that fool was just talking about all that. He said they're probably living in the Orion, and I forgot what other one he mentioned. Uh, starts with the N. Um, Neptune? No, like Nebula ne- or Nebula. something. Yeah, Nebula, Nebula. Yeah, that one. He's all. They're probably living in there. He's all, and he's all. These people look just like us. He's all, but they just got that extra superpower. He's all. These guys send stuff down here. He's on. They send humans to do the work that they didn't want to do. He's all because they don't like using their hands or none of that. He's also. They pretty much program people to work mm. for us. He's all like gold. He's all. Where does it keep coming from, dude? The gold, he's all, so much keeps getting extracted and it just keeps coming up and coming up. He's all like... Do you guys know where gold comes from? Nebula. No. Gold? Gold. The Earth? The Earth, yeah. Uh, California? Asteroids? Mm-hmm. It's a mixture of metals that comes from outer space. And oh, co- and then it just hardens up and then just it's changes been, its form. It's been exposed to such yeah. that reaction of the universe, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like expanding it's space, and being it's space born. metal. Yeah. So, See? Sp- yeah. 
Broly, you know, talking about space metal. There and it is. You think about metal. it, it's the highest conducting. Like, you can take gold, and uh, there's properties to it, so you can run anything through it, and it's like a full current. We still, it's still, we use it in a lot of technology. Mm. I think silver too. Mm. A lot of those metals are have big applications on our smartphones and stuff yeah. like that. But gold is crazy to me that it's so soft. People can wear like a pendant their whole life, and half of it'll be gone yeah. You know, yeah. by the time they. Yeah, because they were talking about crazy. like artificial intelligence too. How they're like they don't want to bring it up here. He's all because they're gonna get too smart one day that they can now power us. He's all that's how the higher how does, power how does is. That, how does that guy know all of this? Huh? Just off research, man, that he did. I'll try to find him on YouTube, dude, that oh, interview. Oh, but he wasn't like an ex-government worker or ex-government uh, no, worker or something like that? but he's a very well-respected guy. Like, even the guy was giving him props because he knows about all the, like, the book writers that wrote about, like, the, the seven symbols. Mm-hmm. He said that pretty much everyone uses those seven symbols that, um... You, um, these different scenes, I just looked up this cool guide to show uh, Psych and see what he thinks. Because you know more, probably seeing this in comics and movies and stuff. But, like, through the different eras, how we, like, research that stuff. Yeah. And then um, I love the cool over-the-top representations of, like, steampunk is the one that I've heard of. And then it has it, it gives them years. So steampunk would be, like, 1860 to 1910. Yeah. Steam power, gear tech, gas lamp fantasy, Victorian futurism. And then there's ray punk, which kind of reminds me of Dune for some reason. But yeah. I don't know. If, and it says 1910 to 1930. Ray gun gothic, streamline, strange forces, unknown tech, aliens. That's when that mm. we started to kind of fantasize that kind of stuff. And then diesel punk. Never heard of that. Never heard of that either. Uh, 1930 Crazy. <laughs> to 1950, World War II, pulp fiction, film noir, occult, diesel power. Um, and then there's atom punk and cassette futurism. And now cyberpunk is the era that we're in. Yeah, cyber. I'll show you this guy. What, what, are we t- what is this? What's cyberpunk? What are these things you're talking about? Yeah, you can read the cyberpunk. Kind of, It kind of categorizes the fantasy of these periods, I guess. Yeah, the every period like of time is coming right. from dating back molding to Molding human yeah. with metals, molding human with animals, molding human with Yeah, they say that it all comes from that higher power and they're like there's like artificial like the ais dude they're like if we fucking right, start building all kinds of people to do the work for us mm-hmm. they're gonna get to a point where like these motherfuckers will be advancing like like us like humans you know so it's all just but i've just never crazy. seen these references in pop culture but i think it's pretty cool to think about how like back in the day there probably was people trying to research how to mm-hmm. so we could have vision like a moth or vision like a fly and all these thoughts yeah. they must have had Crazy scientists, you know, science is wild throughout the mm-hmm. last few centuries. Oh, yeah. Have you, have you guys ever researched the, uh, the like, that world science, uh, like, fair? I was looking no, that up because like it's like uh, if you look up the movie Iron Man and uh, his dad is pretty much, uh, he's, like, the modern, you know, man. He's the one that's creating all, like, the like in the 60s. So I'm looking world's at this. World's Fair? Yeah, the World's Fair. There you go. Okay. So they call it the World's Fair, but it's not, it's not uh, governed by any, like, you know, n- United Nation anything. Right. And so what it is is uh, it's pretty much run by America, and they host it every year against all the, these United people that actually, you know, did it right. We just kind of made this our own thing. But uh, that World's Fair, it, um, I'm going to have to look it up now, but... There's a lot of con- controversy about the World's Fair and uh, 
These wow. sites are all abandoned now, but you've probably seen one or been in the city. I, I can't remember, but like the sites of the World's Fair, they would build these crazy things like you see in the Men in Black, those two little things that look like spaceships. That's from the World's Fair back in the day. Yeah. It was either in Chicago or wherever. What's the World's Fair? And so it's where you would hear about all the latest technology, all the science breakthroughs, yeah. anything General Electric just built and came up with, you know, like they that's where they would unveil the dishwasher. Yeah, like the a laundry. calculator was there. Yeah, stuff like that where you would go be amazed at mankind's achievements. Like a convention? But a show, but in show form, like when Apple releases something. You know? Oh, <laughs> so they hit the stage and like, yeah, and look at our new, yeah. like you see the dishwasher. Look up to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. It's crazy. It's cool. like, what kind of punks were those? Draft punks. This was back in like Daft um, Punk. Oh, Diesel Punk, I think. Diesel. Uh. <laughs> but they would build crazy yeah. sites. So they would like build, you know, whatever, some fantasy-looking thing or fantasy island. So kind of like the Renaissance Fair. The first. <laughs> the they first bring a whole village to the desert. The first one was held in 1893. Oh wow. Yeah, the World's Columbian Exposition of 1893 was the first World's Fair held in Chicago. What? Yeah. 1893. That's pretty fun. Have you been there? What, Chicago? That's over 100 World's years Fair. old. Fellas. Yeah. World's Fair, yeah. Yeah, I was reading uh, this, this fool that got abducted in 2001 in Ireland. He said they told him when the end of the world was coming, dog. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah. What? Did he say when? This was, uh, yeah, I got the date somewhere right here. So his name's Gary Battles. Nice. <laughs> the incident occurred December 26, 2001. So that's a day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Fuck, he didn't even get to enjoy his toys. Right. Hey. Wait, what year? 2001. 2001. So right after 9-11 and all that shit, a few months after. As he, as he was admiring the stars, he noticed a particular odd light emerge in the sky and then suddenly found himself aboard an alien spacecraft. Paralyzed but able to observe other humans in similar state aboard the ship. Then, so when he got up there, there was other dudes fucking in similar state as that vato in the spacecraft. All I remember is his big cone head and his beautiful ginormous eyes. They were jet black, almost like mirrors. During their telepathic conversation, the alien revealed to battles that Earth was due to dis- be destroyed by an asteroid in 850 years. Alien told him not to trust politicians or banks. And I got that from uh, coasttocoastam.com. And 850 you guys years? Damn. Damn. So maybe we are their experiment, and that's when they're going to end. That's like the, the, the retirement date. You yeah. know? Every experiment comes has to a an de- end. Has a day a where deadline. it's done with that experiment. No, they were saying, too, on that interview that they're like, these guys are going to get fed up with everyone, you know? doing their research and actually wanting to find out what's really going on with these guys and he's all that's when these guys are going to panic out and really do some damage these aliens yeah or the other creatures he's all they call them uh, what do they call them reptilians on the nokus or something like that they're on the nokus they look just like humans they're just like us he's all but they just think they got that extra higher power that so That's they crazy. they created he's us and now yeah they created th- us and he's all so it is like men in black that experience yeah yeah there you go uh, it was interesting watch it. I'll try to wa- yeah, find that interview I wanted dude. to um I saw something about the Cambrian explosion and I wasn't I don't remember how I got to it but it was about the explosion of like 
organisms with cells and vertebrates and all these little tiny little creatures mm. at that point in whatever, you know? Yep. Um, and the argument was whether or not that came from evolution or a big event, you know what I mean? That was and a big event. I like think the documentary, this was on PBS or something, and one of the scientists' name was Strobel, um, and a an whole community of scientists who, like, signed this document against um, Charles Darwin saying that evolution was, like, the origin of, of all our species or something. Uh. Like, their, whatever that singularity was or the Big Bang that happened was, like, a result of something, you know what I mean? Something conscious or something like that. Evolution of elevation. I don't have any conclusions on it. I just thought it was interesting. But the guy's name was Strobel. And they were dating back to this, like, explosion of life from cells. And when all these changes happened, I guess, really fast. Like Was that whatever. the Big Bang Theory or is that something no, different? No, I guess it would have happened after that. You know how we have each period? We've categorized the periods. Like yep. Like Victorian, mm -hmm. Renaissance. Yeah, and then back into dinosaur times, yeah. like the paleo, yeah, this Paleolithic. And I don't know Mesio enough, yeah, yeah but like this Cambrian explosion was apparently like the result of so many different types of organisms and cells at that level. You know? A Cambrian explosion? Yeah, so it's something to look into. I'm going to write that down. Nice. I'm going to look into it like Eddie Bravo. Hey, yeah. so we're listening to Joey Diaz and Eddie Bravo, and he was, he, he was saying some wild shit about the... The mass shootings, remember that? Yeah, they were talking some, some crazy wild. planned stuff. Like they were all expecting this to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's, he's like, um, he's like, and he mentioned Epstein on the fucking mm -hmm. as, a as a distraction from all the things that should be in the news or would be coming That's out. That's how it is. Yeah. Cause news blockers or something, right? Yeah, and he was taking it to the level of basically they can target people that have a medical history. You know, they've been deemed either crazy or they're treating medical disorders they contact that person and basically like put the instructions in their head whether it's through an idea or through their computer or whatever for this person to go carry out this act that will just serve as a distraction like manchurian um, candidate style yeah exactly is that the one with the fake war where they create a war uh, uh, that's no, my that's president dog. oh that's right yeah, <laughs> what they what manchurian candidate is is they um pretty much mk ultra some of these people or they already take broken people and mm -hmm. they um that's what he was saying broken people yeah right? and they give them uh pretty much like like uh they give them uh like a like a list to do and they only turn on this list when they uh give them the right command right and then they go manchurian and it's like they turn into this other person oh, robotic and they go and you know that's uh that's a lot of movies twice have came out about that there's an old one a black and white version of it and then denzel washington played the like 90s version of that but he was uh in the government and then uh his his i think his duty at the end was to like assassinate the president so you could have operatives everywhere and they could be subconscious right operatives. and they're sleepers they don't know they're exactly. sleepers yeah. yeah and then you activate them just like on marvel Wild. just like on marvel with the uh winter soldier so they, he, he's right. the perfect example of exactly what we're talking about so that's crazy yeah hmm. yeah and they um they were talking about the shootings, and I can't remember what else they were linking it to. Other just big decisions, things you're not supposed to hear about that would come out in the news. But I feel like the news is already so much controlled that would that stuff come out anyway? You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. already all set up for that. But maybe that is part of it. Have, you seen, to have you seen that montage? It's, it's literally like nationwide. That's, it's a bunch of news anchors 
literally saying the same thing I was about, about, to mention uh, that. Yeah, about yeah. trusting the news. Mm-hmm. They're like, be careful where your media sources from. When are. they make those crazy yeah. montages where they all use the same keywords, I'm gonna try those to phrases find it. and stuff. No, they oh. use, there's, there's some that they use the, every news station in the country uses the See, same exact exactly. lines. Yep. And for every, that's for your nightly local news, by oh, the yeah. way. That's for your like, hey, this is what happened in Phoenix, Las Vegas, Dallas. Think about whatever. this too, the way that the. So they uh, write one script, dude, for mm-hmm. everybody. And that gets passed down. And then they add in the oh this kid played baseball today and yeah. this person thing happened but they got to say their other stuff you know and their their talk track though if you listen to the way they talk it's all the same like Key they don't words yeah and they, always they some phrases you yeah know? catchphrases yeah. and you know stuff like that so yeah that creeps me out big time because you that's why I would think wait does it take a mass shooting to just cover something up I don't know if we is that even necessary you know yeah I think I mean? that's like two next level you know like, like they already got it on lock right. Like the yeah. way we get information, and yeah. You know? I really don't think they would actually kill innocent people like that, bro. For I would have a tough as a time. setup, I, I have a tough time believing that, mm-hmm. but some people do it, believe that. It cre- it's crazy to me how many people have died in singular events it because to us, 9 11 was so huge. And then the other day, I just read about the first bomb that we dropped was like 70,000 people Hiroshima? instantly. Yeah. Let's touch on Vaporized. these. Vaporized. I'm like, wow, this. that number blows my that's mind. A lot, and that was real. And they're still feeling the effects of that today. And that's so. just yeah. totally real, you know. But to us, when, when 2,000 people died that day, that was absolutely like, to us, was mind-blowing. Not just that, dude. The soldiers testing the bombs died. Mm-hmm. Early, way early, bro. Oh, yeah. They're going big-ass legs, fucking... But our generation has already forgotten how real that was. We grew up learning about the Holocaust, and maybe a survivor came to your school and showed you their arm with the tattoo, and it was right. real, but I just didn't understand, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's in your face. If you now were... I'm in my 30s just starting to think of yeah these things that happened. Oh, think real. about in our times, though. Uh, there's more than that. There was... Uh, Timothy McVeigh with the uh, bombing. Right. I remember coming home from school. Yeah, and Oklahoma. That, that was 160 something people, I think. St- hey, to touch on that real quick. So the guys that I was telling you that I was listening to that was way deep into this. Uh, William Cooper, rest in peace. Uh, you know, he came out with the book "Behold the Pale White Horse." He, uh, Timothy McVeigh, actually had contacted him and was talking to him and stuff. And uh, he was saying that that guy wasn't like in a uh, mercenary group and he wasn't like anti-American. He was actually in in the uh, like the army or military, some branch of the military. And um, they gave him those uh, that that van full of that stuff. And that was like an order that he was like, you know, like wow, like doing. Well, that was one of Eddie Bravo's theory that they take this kid, like they find a kid that's already on the list of, yeah, and they like manipulate him more, throw ideas in his head, like mm. for him to actually act out, right, right, to yeah. fulfill like that, you know. But that's you know that's crazy, bro. If that really does go on, that's evil, beyond. Yeah, there was yeah, real people. It's, it's it's it makes me think: Are there people that go down this path, and this was already in his life for years? These crazy thoughts, these crazy whatever, or is it orchestrated like that? You know, it's hard to say, it man. It really is. Yeah. Think, think about going back a couple years uh, to the Dark Knight shooting, when that kid shot up the first movie theater. Right, that's one they mentioned as well. And they were talking about those cases. These, these Most things. of the ones you mentioned so far, they brought up specifically. Like, well, think about that kid. That kid, uh, Middle America. 
Medicated. Medicated. He shoots up in a, a late night movie theater, and then when you find him in court, they said he couldn't speak. He couldn't no. even explain it. And who dyed his hair? So he had brown hair, and when he went to court, red, he had orange. red, like almost like pink or- hair. Yeah. Like it was like it was like orange, red, yeah. pinkish, like just a h- really bright hue. Yeah, I Who, remember the trailer. Wasn't he dressed like the Joker though when he was shooting Basically everybody up? For but the he, but no, 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 no. He wasn't saying. dressed That's like the narrative. It. I thought he had like the makeup. No, or that wasn't the narrative. Uh, that At happened. First, the after. narrative was that he was glorifying movies and comics and that kind of stuff. But that or wasn't true. But, uh, right. His hair. If you see when they arrested him. He was normal, like he. Nobody has brown. Uh, maybe as close to you. Like dirty blonde. Or dirty just blonde. Regular hair. Yeah, like a like a amber. You know, when he was in court, somebody dyed his hair and it was like bright red. I remember oh, I that. It was saying, like that was who, part of the narrative yeah, who, or part of the who image. Did that? Yeah, who, that's crazy. So in jail, who's gonna say that Jay can go dye his hair and that's part of the deal? Especially he just shot up a movie theater. Right. And he's like national news. I always feel weird too because. For on one side, Eddie Bravo, like I say, hey, you know, good for you for just qu- always questioning things and taking it down that street. Yeah. But then also a lot of the times we're like, wait, what court case or what is he talking? Because he's like, oh, they didn't want you to hear about some big ruling, but no one knows what ruling or why or what. It's so much, you know, There's so much more information. If yeah. You the, have the, to and always. We can't like we're not scholars like we can spend all day researching. Right. It, you know. Well, you know what? I think that's why they gave us uh, jobs, and that's why they take, uh, mm-hmm. like, so if you think about, they take your your kids. For, yeah, see, look that, at That's his mugshot. That's his mugshot. See but that? it's it's red. And I mean, so if you see when they arrest him, like, yeah, try that's to find. I'm, I'm gonna pull yeah, up try to find when they arrested him. It's the re- not the reason why I'm saying, like The reason why I'm bringing this up is because if on the arrest video mm-hmm. he has brown hair, from the arre- from arresting to a mugshot, they did this shit. Yeah. So I'm. They propped them up. Yeah, it was, it, yeah. was do- it was doctored. Yeah, so there's a as video. As that quick, as that quick. So there's a video that you could throw on the projector. Um, while he's doing that, uh, I just when we looked up the World's Fair, the title of this book freaked me out. So I'll this will just be something a note for us. But uh, the Devil in the White City, murder, magic, and madness at the fair that changed America, is a 2003 historical nonfiction book by Eric Larson, presented in a novelistic style. The book is based on real characters and events. But mm. that sounds like it might be interesting. Oh, right. yeah. Yep. Man, yeah, I've never dug into the World's Fair. You just think it was a big fun time, party time. But now this was corporations putting on their show, you uh-huh. know? You know what? I, man, I wish I would have uh, I, I wish I would have notated because I just watched I just watched um, three. One was like a TED talk about the whole like uh, the history of the World Fair and how corrupt it is. And it was corporations going to sell their. Their 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 new way of life. Boot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, like what they wanted to project to the future. So, the theory is, and this is just the theory, but they hire. Um, so, big tech corporations, you know, people with money. They they pretty much are uh, trying to format a new plan for our future. And what they do is they hire illustrators to produce it through books and TV and music and all this stuff and then it gives people the idea of seeing what the future is going to be and then they buy into that. That's where our sitcoms are. So if you notice a lot of what's left on TV now, like we used to have, we used to all watch Urkel or whatever Friday night shows would come on, but mixed into that is always your shows supporting. So you're going to have your police show, you're going to have your fire show. So now they just straight up have like Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, this and that, Grey's Anatomy, whatever it might be, these hospital shows. 
That's to keep your faith alive in these things. Medicine, yes. public civil servants, what it's supposed to look like to us, how we're supposed to act. Um, what is this? Is, is this going to be him coming in to intake? This is the video. Of the oh, oh, of the, the shooter. Uh, okay, Aurora. okay. So what we're watching for the for the viewers, uh, we are watching the video of the shooting that took place years ago in Aurora, in Aurora, Colorado. Colorado. That was the uh, dark d- it was the Dark Knight shooting when shooter that movie McGavin. was released. <laughs> released. <laughs> he said, "Shooter McGavin." He threw me off. Right uh, now, just showing people running out from uh, the view of the concession I'm stand. See, yeah, you sh- rewind it back to where he first. Hey, entered. you see that chick uh, put her hand in the register before she dipped out. Honestly, if you could uh, see the color <laughs> of his hair. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> honestly, the color of his hair. You, and then. Uh, so he ran out in that crowd. I don't know. I, or or I don't was know. he walking in? I don't. Th- I didn't see the I guy. I didn't see. I think that was just people evacuating. Yeah, I don't think that. It was probably over at that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that an owl? Yeah. yeah. Dude, about that was a scary yeah. video. You see that shit, bro? It's crazy. Another thing Eddie Bravo brought up was the Vegas shooting, too. And one thing that got me about that was um, being in Vegas that night, not being at that show, but just being a part of all the you madness. You were there? That. Yeah. So I lived in Vegas at the time. A girl was visiting me from Wyoming, and I remember telling her it wasn't safe to leave at 10 o'clock just anyway, being careful driving. And... Within minutes, that all started happening. There's a shooter. There's a shooter. And we didn't know if it was on the highway, if it was a hotel, where, because you start getting crazy reports. But that just, like, I really felt that, just being, just knowing that a mile down the road, or I can't remember if I was two, three miles, whatever, away from the Mandalay Bay, thinking that that was happening. And then how quick that went out of the news nationally. But we heard about it a lot in Vegas. Um, they would just talk about remembering it, Vegas strong, you know, the hashtags with that and stuff to remember that. But, dude, that stuff falls out of the news so fast. To me, that blew my mind that that happened. So, how, like, you were there, right? And, yeah, and I was just sitting in my apartment. Yeah, and, and so uh, here, here's the thing. I thought this was the false flag, uh, that shooting. Who's the, who was it? Kenny Chesney? Who was that? Uh, it was the... It was a, it was a... Jason Aldean and a bunch of others. It was, it was the a country... Country fest. Fest, yeah. okay. You know, this is I, I'm gonna go out there, guys. You know, I'm I'm gonna kind of lay something out that you know this isn't this is just uh, like a just is, these these are just words, but um to me like I, you know I watched a lot of research on the 9/11 thing and you know there's a lot of questionable things that say like maybe a plane didn't crash into it that it was like uh, bombs that were actually you know exploded but then that we know that there was a plane and we know that there was people on this flight that were calling from it and stuff. Right, that's true. So this is the part where I get confused because if you were watching it and if you, I didn't have a job back then. I was straight smoking weed and doing graffiti at my crib, dude, living with my mom at the time. So uh, I was watching all these different stories come out and they were saying that they caught these guys on the Brooklyn Bridge and it was five terrorists and they got them and and then uh, all these different conflicting stories come out. So long story short, I didn't believe uh, what happened in 9-11. I just don't know what happened. So I know people died, and I know that people were affected, and that, and that yes, a, lar- a large uh, populace are still affected by it. But then going into these mass shootings, so I was like, maybe they were like, okay, we, f- we went pretty hardcore, and we blew up this building, and people got paid, obviously, like all those uh, uh, insurance claims that got cashed in on the fifth building going down, not even being close to it. Oh, and then talking about the Pentagon, the p- they said a plane crashed into that, but there's no wreckage. There's no, 
anything that shows that a plane even melted into the 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 wall of it oh and by coincidence that wing is being fixed and there's nobody in it (laughs) and you know so nobody's home you know they just (laughs) blew something up in it so then you go into the mass shootings then you start going in like meaning las vegas you go into um there was another one uh where the, they were saying that they were shooting from a helicopter. I think that was Vegas, actually. There was a, a conspiracy theory mm. that nobody was in the hotel and that it was, like, them shooting from a helicopter. Now, I don't, I don't believe that at all, but I'm saying so many conflicting stories comes out. Well, the, the first few days, it was crazy to see those windows blown out. Yeah. So you're driving by, and, I mean, for at least the first – the first thing I saw was the drapes flying yeah. out of those windows. And that – that's when it got real to me, and I'm gonna get. I'm like feeling chills just talking about it because right. it's just on TV. Never gonna have that impact, bro. We think we understand yeah. what we see on TV, and yeah. real life is so different. It just doesn't have that weight. But mm. seeing those drapes flapping out of that window is when I felt it. And then they boarded it up to plywood. Wow. But um. But yeah, I mean the distance across the street, everything just blows your mind about. Oh, that. it's crazy. You know what I mean. I did, a, I did a little research on the guy that was shooting. So his, his brother came out and talked about this. But uh, did you guys ever, like, you know, look into the guy? I remember his brother did an interview. So yeah. his brother wanted to go Honestly, and say. Honestly, to answer that question, I feel like I got to say, I, I, I make a conscious effort not to uh-huh. because I don't like to. Uh, click click it, give them well, the clicks, yeah. give the news yeah. people Even the though that they're dead, but, yeah, just all that sort of stuff. Like um, like with this shooter, uh, I know his name, but I'm not saying it. Yeah, fuck that. But also, that's in, I feel like it's respect to them. Right. But that's why, um, right. at least I feel. But, but th- thank you for Because I know you researched this and you fi- try and find the reason behind it as for you're not doing it for the gore. And right, like right. That. So I appreciate that as someone who's inquisitive so this is this is interesting uh and that's where my theory stopped about you know just like the the 10 percent or three percent doing this and trying to make it a spectacle so they can institute martial law or take away our guns this guy was spending millions of dollars in that hotel and he was top tier so he made it a living to go into these hotels and he was on a card. So, you know, when you go and they say, hey, come to our hotel and use our, uh, our rewards. System. Yeah, system. yeah, he had he would gamble, you know, five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I on heard purpose. A, a couple hundred thousand had money from real estate. So yeah, had a couple million was yep. bored. Nothing to do. So this is what happened. Uh, they basically took a good customer and they outs them. They were like your points he used to get triple points he wasn't even getting like singular points anymore he was like getting like half points so they just screwed this dude over and uh Which that was his joy probably in it life. was yeah. so they talked to three they talked to the owner of the win hotel win whatever his name is and then steve two, win yes yeah, steve win there you go and two other hotels that he would frequent and they all were like yeah he just spent money here we would give him the you know the 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 best rooms like the the whale rooms or whatever you know the people mm-hmm. spending the most money in and uh, they said that he just, like, uh, he was living at such a high, like, priority of life that he didn't want to go down to that level. Mm-hmm. And that's, Yeah, and a lot know. of that makes sense, too, because mm-hmm. as much as you can look into it as a conspiracy, yeah. imagine how real all those feelings are, man. Yeah. You know, people that get their homes taken away, their spouse, that's, that's their real. kids, their job, mm-hmm. their points at the casino, yep. that's just as big to a lot of people, you know? Yeah, and that's why it's a, it's a fine line. You, you know, you're walking a razor's edge, you know, doing all the research and going into all this stuff. And, you know, Agreed. that's, yeah, that's... That's well said, too, so people don't think that we're just diving in 
You know what I mean? It's about right. going down that road and saying you're going to question things, but it doesn't yeah. mean we believe everything we read. Not at all. Whether we're saying any of yeah. this is true or not true. Yeah. yeah. We, we're just here. Uh, in my opinion, this is the best platform to speak on things that are not being spoken about at all anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is, the be- this is the best way to talk about uh, current news because uh, I do want to hear. I know uh, it's on the list, too, uh, talking about more about the mass shootings and the uh, the um, the racism, you know, current racism, because all of those things could be uh, distractions, again, to take away from the real information that's going on, mm-hmm. you know, like the stem cell research. and Or just to take away from our productivity. Productivity you know I mean? as just well. Just being yeah. happy, healthy people. Yep. You know? Hey, uh, speaking of, did any of you guys see the rocket launch that just happened again at night? No, I didn't get to watch that. So, yeah, again, you know, it's, it's so weird that they launched these things at night and that, like, even in the day, I would assume you would see these, like, illuminated things. And, you know, why wouldn't they do it in the day? So, it's really interesting. I'm and still trying to find out more That's about something that. you can go watch, right? Like, oh, that's yeah. something we could plan to go watch a Falcon, whatever. We could drive to Cali. SpaceX. and Yeah. Um, they launch them out of Cali and Florida. I've so. seen people posting their things on, yeah. you dope. know, whatever, their videos across the water or whatever. Uh-huh. That must be crazy to see in person. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> You know what's crazy is because we were just talking about atomic uh, killing people why, with these atomic bombs, but how Americans would sit back and watch these as entertainment, and later on they would they found out they got really sick from watching these uh, test sites. Yeah, and you gotta think if we're watching if we're watching these uh, these rocket launches, you gotta wonder if are we. Affected are, by yeah, that. are we affected by something we don't know yet? Yeah. There's some kind of radiation, right? That they're. Well, they emitting or not? The guy that used well, to write a, for us. When a rocket shit goes in. Yeah, dude. That's why when people watch it, like, they have to stand, like, way, way far. That in the flames. They dude. have a, mm-hmm. they have a shields that protect them from radiation as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, almost like when you wear that vest. And that's byproducts yeah. of the fuel they're burning. Right. I don't know anything about 5G or whatever. This tower out yep. the back of our office that these Let's guys keep down. climbing up and doing whatever they're doing. Apparently, that's got some pretty powerful stuff coming out of it. and oh, That has a T-Mobile sign on it, property of T-Mobile on the fence. So it's been upgraded to 5G, and one of the guys that worked oh. with us originally did not want to work here anymore unless we were going to paint the entire workshop with a coated paint that would keep that would reflect the 5G wow. radiation. Wow. Yeah, they're saying he that, didn't that, feel sh- safe that, coming that shit here. is going to be, like, terrible. Like, yeah. The guy I kind of thought he was crazy, and now that's coming out in the news. Like, whoa, 5G is not good for yeah, you. Oh, so yeah, there's people quitting all the time because they're uh, the just the installment guys because they're getting sick. They got to wear hazmat suits and shit to Yeah, they're getting there. sick. You could, <laughs> there's crazy. somebody with testers yeah. that can they, – they, they got those uh, – I'm going to kill the name, but it's something bollock, and it tells you how much radiation oh, is Oh, yeah, it's emitting. like a little thing you hold in it. Is yeah, it a Geiger know, counter? A Geiger counter. Yeah, there, there you go. You go. Mm-hmm. I was going to call this something bollock counter. So, so that would be interesting. We should look up what a little cheap version of that is. In CL side one. or whatever. Yeah, not yeah, an ultra crazy one, but just a – Geiger it up on Amazon. Here's a here's a quick little side note for anybody looking. This is like our little ad uh, within the show. There's a Sedona UFO and Vortex tour that Ooh. takes place. Yeah, we were just in Sedona. So <coughs> check it out. It, it had 145 reviews, and uh, it's all like five stars. So <laughs> I bet the people yeah. are knowledgeable. So the first person to seriously ask me, I thought it was a joke, and I felt yeah. so bad for thinking, okay, what's this guy into, until I realized Sedona is world famous for, for, for that yeah. stuff. But basically someone came into town to, to stay the night, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, he just so casually said, 
know where any good vortexes are at? <laughs> and I was You're like, like, yeah. What? <laughs> and, uh, and well, this is before I knew Sedona was famous for it. Yeah. After he left, I Googled it, and it came up like it's a big deal. But now you know two of them. You know uh, Mount Graham. Mm-hmm. You know uh, Sedona. And then I'm going to bring up uh, what happened to the four uh, nuclear test sites in America. And then um, also uh, I'll give you guys the info for this, too. We should check this out. It says tours start at $100. Hey, real quick. Oh, yeah. You could get a Geiger counter for as little as, like, 20 bucks. Woo, let's get one. No, but they, they're just stupid handheld ones. But uh, you look, looks like a pretty legit one for less than 200 I've seen them for about 100 bucks. Hey, so. let's get him as sponsors, dude, for the KDIF radio show. When we air yes. it, we'll f- yeah. we'll do a little count. Yeah, we'll a like commercial. Today in South Phoenix, you're reading 5.2. Yeah, they got one Micro, that's for 17 whatever. bucks, and it looks like it'll <laughs> you like mention Roach Clip at checkout. Oh no, mention from the Great Beyond at checkout. And <laughs> get your first tour for eighty dollars or some shit, dude. We'll that's have people sick. driving out there, dog. Yeah, yeah. we'll take them in, in buses. Caravaning. Caravaning. The Phoenix caravan. I'm gonna put my hat on like a lesbiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. but they used to talk about just the fact that radio waves, and those are super long waves yeah. that are all around us. There's all these waves in the air that we're submitted to, but now this is to another level. For I sure. don't, I don't have a microwave. Just to let you guys know, I don't, I don't have one in my house. Um, one, I think when you nuke food, like it can't be good. Mm-hmm. You know what? What kind of um, substance is going to be in that food after you nuke it? And then two, I also heard that if they ever wanted to like release like an EMP or something that your nu- your your microwave would blow up. Mm. So it's like a little mini bomb in your house, you know. That's I'm like wild. I don't want that. So check this out. Nuclear test site. How do you warm up your food? Uh oven. Oven. Yeah, the or, or a toaster oven. It takes longer but it always stays hot longer too. Yeah. You and notice oh. like microwave food is like scorching, freezing, scorching, yeah. freezing. Because all it's Cause doing it's is waves. making the water yeah. spin really fast. Oh, yeah, fast. that's right. It, it, it actually that's a good investment. Yeah, it, it heats up the molecules is what it, it just does. just makes them go Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> toaster oven, though. So Yeah. And you could still put metal in there and everything like you can in an oven. So, I mean, sorry, a microwave. Um, check it out, guys. Uh, nuclear test sites from 1945 until 1998. There have been over 2,000 nuclear test sites conducted worldwide. Uh, in America... Uh, it, the island in Alaska, Amchitka, site of three <laughs> underground nuclear tests in the 60s and early 70s. And then uh, Pacific Ocean, they, uh, they um, dropped right, one we in there. We were doing them in, in the water, bro, like torpedoes. That's weird. That is weird. So there's yeah. a few that have not detonated. <laughs> there's a famous one that, like, they've got pictures of, but they don't know how to move it or whatever. And Nobody wants to touch it? There, oh, yeah. man. In the water? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. That's how they're going to breed up. Bring back yeah, a Megalodon. Just a quick fact on Nevada, too, is uh, 90% federal, over 90% federal land, the state of Nevada. Here you go. Federally Nevada, funded. It's federal Nevada test site, Nevada, USA, established by President Truman in 1950, now operated by the Department of Energy. Uh, the NTS has been the site of over 900 atmospheric and underground nuclear tests in Damn. just Nevada, uh, the it's called NTS, which I'm guaranteeing it's a big old, like, land, uh, you know, mass that they do. Phelan, Nevada, site of an American test. Trinity Site, New Mexico, site of the first nuclear weapon test on July 16, 1945. Carlsbad, New Mexico, site of an American test. Green Valley, Colorado, Rifle, Colorado, Mississippi, Algeria. Oh, man, this list goes on forever. Oops. Man, Pacific Ocean galore. 
So what does that say, man? Think about all that. Think about all that nuclear wind, and when we, every time it rains, that rain just brings that nuclear fallout like back down. You know, that's and just talking about Japan. Uh, you know, we dropped a hydrogen bomb back then. You know, the first hydrogen bomb, and and when that exploded, Hiroshima. Yeah, it literally changed the face of those people. So, the, the, like a lot of amasculine people are gone. They're just like, like kind of like barely building up like another like range of it changed your uh, dna you, you basically like that's the the best you know definition that of thing it. evaporated people instantly dude that's crazy instantly. man and then the ones that did survive they have some sort of radiational that's oh, yeah. gonna go through the you know to your kids mm. and i've watched and tons so of documentaries of like survivors yeah. and think about eating that food you know hey have you guys touched on chernobyl yet no. Oh yeah, the yeah. HBO. Well, yeah, that's the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a pretty good. I mean, that's not even a conspiracy. Like they tried to cover it up for a while, but it just got out. And that's a good. Do- that's a good show. Yeah. Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that show's sick with it, man. Uh-huh. It's it's a tripped out show. Um, the other the other uh, tripped out thing about that is um, so all that nuclear waste it's mel- it's seeping into the earth, and what kind of effect is that going to have on the you know on the planet like uh same thing with uh uh there's another uh so it was chernobyl then it was uh there was another oh, oh recently japan? yeah japan yeah. yeah that's the one okay it's like fukushima. It's like fukushima. fukushima we're like reached hawaii like the yeah. nuclear or even the US, through the water like no this one went to the water no no yeah, that's yeah. what i'm saying the water it, they're finding uh the tsunami caused that one huh yeah yeah what were they saying uh, was it to mainland or just Hawaii. I don't Parts know, of Hawaii. Yeah, that, thing, that thing's still seeping. Oh yeah, radiation out nonstop. So, so we're kind of in a like the atom. We're like the children of the atom now, mm-hmm. and we're living in like the time mm-hmm. where nuclear. Uh, it's gonna be like a nuclear fallout. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, well, remember that in Hawaii too. That volcano that was just that leaking just forever. Is it still leaking out? Um, right now it's currently subsidized. Like it's not leaking as much, but um. <laughs> Man, I just saw oh, another that was like document. last year, right? Yeah, but remember that thing yeah. was like going into like the roads and everything. Like oh yeah, they had to shut it down. Yeah. The whole mainland island. Yeah, remember Guatemala had one like at the same time. Yep, yeah, that one over there too. Yep. Or is it Honduras? One of those, right? Yeah. And then that one killed a shitload of people, bro. Yeah. That one was like a super. Yeah, killed like two thousand, three thousand. Uh, volcanoes are pretty uh, nuclear too, right? Mm-hmm. They they disperse. Oh, uh, a huge, yeah, huge absolutely. amount. That would be the probably mm-hmm. the most natural. The most natural yeah. radiation cause gases of radiation on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. on the planet. I think. Huh? <laughs> all the gases and yep. shit and all the stuff that happens that there. just makes it up. As so what is is lo- lava is called magma when it's. It said it's liquid uh, mass when it's, and it's liquid. Yeah. Yeah. And then what is lava when it dries? Uh, no, it's, uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> ma- it's magma <laughs> when it's wet, lo- like lava rock when it dries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can like find that. lava yeah. rocks and have Yeah, and magma is the liquid uh, hot state but of it. But it's supposed to have yeah. a lot of good properties, too. I know they probably use it for this or whatever. I don't uh, know. It's crazy. I, know rock. I know once it, fertil- it can fertilize anything. So oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, once it's done, I mean, it can it New can life springs out forth. Of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. then you always see, like, twigs grow out yeah, of it. Yeah, because like, Hawaii, uh, bro. Hawaii is uh, like Grass, especially yeah. grass, you'll see start growing out of it. Once yeah. Yeah. The wait a pools. second. I just, something just freaked me out about islands. They're surrounded by salt water, uh-huh. like Hawaii, mm-hmm. but it's fertile as, like, fuck. Yeah. 
So I just need to probably read about that's like the biology. That's the lava. That's the lava. What's going on with islands? Yeah. How do islands yeah. fucking maintain? Yeah, how do they get their, they, how so they lava rock is natural filters. Filters it in mm-hmm. the fresh water for the yep. island or what? And so when it hits that rock and, you know, it's coming into the mainland, none of that salt is coming through. You know, it's, it's tight. naturalizing natural the water. Purifying yeah, it's yeah. naturalizing the water. The I just got the amazed by that. that. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> Hawaii would be a place to actually go and, you know, really explore a little bit. Exploring. Oh, I've seen a lot of pictures you of ever people been Hawaii? Yeah. Video, videos yeah. from Hawaii. Dude, I've it looks amazing. Was like it Jesse that was saying that he thinks life started in Hawaii? Was that Jesse? I'm sorry to not quote Sounds him. Sounds familiar, but I don't yeah. want to hold him to it. I don't yeah, know. I mean, man, I've been taking I've in so much information. Because yeah. I think in Hawaii, I believe it's Hawaii. I don't want to get it completely wrong, but I think it's in Hawaii where they have this... Um, this big open like grassland park type thing where you could go and they have uh, prehistoric dinosaur bones that are just like stuck in the island that they just left there. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, dude. I'd like to go see that. I saw that on somebody's video and I was like, where's this at? And I believe, yeah, it was in Hawaii. That's dope. Yeah. On the beach in Hawaii. You guys ever had an out-of-body experience? Oh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk about that. You guys know what an out-of-body experience is? Here's the Auto body shop from Kuko. From Kuko.com. The sensation of being outside one's own body, typically of floating and being able to observe one's self from a distance. You guys ever had any any of those? I've never had an out of body experience that I could think of. I had one when I was, oddly enough, I remember when I was a kid, like a, a baby, I think like two. Which, which kind of makes me question it a lot, but it's, it's really vivid, and it's kind of one of my earliest memories. But I just remember my, uh, my dad was leaving the house, and um, I remember watching myself, like looking down at myself, I was, like I said, I was probably like two years old, jumping out of the crib and uh, like climbing over it, and then running to the front door to get my, to, you know, for my dad. And they're like, what are you doing? And he put, I remember him putting me back in, and I jumped over again. They're, they're like, what the hell? How do you keep getting out? And uh, it, it was, it's really vivid, but I remember that. And I was, like I said, maybe three at the max. Hmm. Damn. That's Interesting. crazy. Hmm. I, I've had one. Uh, so remember when we were talking about the floating and, like, going through the neighborhoods. And uh, so I remember at the same, like, I was pretty young. I was maybe about, like, 12 years old. And um, there's a couple weird things about the house that I grew up in. Uh, my grandfather built the house that I grew up in. And uh, my uncles, my mother, my aunt, they all grew up in that house. So uh, there was some kind of like um, like uh, uh, things that happened, like I guess like supernatural things. But um, we'll talk about that later. But as far as me, the room that I used to sleep in, I used to sleep on a bunk bed with my brother. And I used to sleep on the top bunk. And um, I was in the room alone. Uh, it was a Saturday, It was like a weekend night where everyone was in the living room watching movies, and and um, I had fell asleep in the car coming home from like the friend's house. So our dad put me in the room, put me on my bunk bed, and uh, they were all watching movies in the living room. And it was pretty late at night, and I remember waking up because I was cold, and I can't sleep without a blanket. That's just something I've always done. And I've never let my feet come out of underneath the blanket. It's I feel like, you, bro. I got to have a blanket. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how hot it, it is Yeah, exactly. I can't sleep without a blanket. It's like my... They my say that's a fetal thing. That's really? A, and you notice a lot of people sleep in on the their fetal sides. position. Oh, yeah. How you sleep apparently says spot. a lot about you. Little fetito. On your back, on your side. 
curled like that. Yeah. But uh, that, yeah. Yeah. So, so. The weight is like the womb of the blanket, the weight of the blanket. That's a good, I've never, I'm going to have to do some yeah. more research on that, see if it's like uh, how your psyche is built and Absolutely. stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I remember <laughs> waking up and like visually waking up and seeing the ceiling, but the ceiling was like way closer. And, uh, you know, I was, I was looking down and um, this, this wasn't the out of body. I want to explain this room first. So like in this room that I slept in, um, I was being levitated out of my bed and I remember looking down, grabbing onto the post of my bed what? and my legs still continuing to go up into the air. So I start screaming and I start trying to kick my legs to come down. And uh, as I'm doing that, you know, I'm screaming and I'm like trying to make all this commotion, wondering if I'm asleep or not. And I, I uh, finally like get free. And as like the weight like drops, cause I'm like obviously like up in the air, I fall to the ground, just like straight, like out of, like out of the air to the ground. And uh, I try to open the door to my room and uh, I can't open the door. It's it's just like locked, like it won't open. So finally, my dad hears me screaming, and he and he kicks the door in, and I run out of the room. And he's like, "What what happened?" You know, and and I was telling him like, "Hey, I was like, you know, uh, lifted up out of the air." And uh, I don't know if they believe me. I think they were just like, "You were dream- you had a nightmare," you know. And and uh, but he did he did kick open the door. You know what I mean? Like it, it was one of the things where he had to like uh, like you know hit the shoulder and and open the door did you was it locked or was it like just not opening that i don't know that's so out of fright yeah Yeah. out of fright i can't say that it was locked or that it was unlocked and that i locked it trying to open it and then you're like oh shit i'm locked do you remember Mm -hmm. the fear oh yeah i was just scared to death the realness of that yeah and like my adrenaline going so with that being said that's an abduction that was my room (laughs) so that was my room so check this out now so Here's where I would have these out-of-body experiences because it was more than once. It used to happen a lot. And so I used to always, uh, when I was younger, I used to sleep a lot, man. I used to love to sleep. So (laughs) I used to, every time, like, they would be like, you want to take a nap? I (laughs) I had my pillow and blanket. I was ready to go. (laughs) And uh, so, like, I remember being able to. um, How old were you? Uh, this is all through my younger years. Oh, so okay. so f- from that time when I got levitated off the yeah. bed, probably all the way into like 13. Sure. So like, so like from like year? 8, no, from <laughs> 8 to 13, no, like 5 years. No, did you say 12? I thought you said 12. No, like uh, it was like so that so I was like maybe 7 or 8 when I started oh, shit, having okay. the, the out-of-body experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah, you said so 12, sorry. No, 12 was when I had that, that uh, one, levitation so. thing. So 5 years, 6 years maybe in between. So what would what would happen is I would be asleep in my room. That's where it would start. And I could, like, feel myself just, like, get super, super light and, like, like not have a care in the world, not have, like, a, like, like, weight was different. It, it was like I felt like air. And I would see my room and then I would see, like, I'd look down and I could see, like, you know, what, I wouldn't really think of it as myself. I would just see, like, Some dude the presence sleeping. of, like, you know, a blanket and a, like that where I would be. And never consciously say, hey, that's me. That's my physical body. That's like Von Doom. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't think of it like that. I wouldn't even look at myself. I would just go and like I would go out of the house and I could see this is this is the trippiest part. I could see the roofs of every house in my neighborhood and know exactly what the roofs look like, the top of the trees. But the only thing is I couldn't like 
fly, it was like I used to have to uh, gain this momentum and almost walk through the air. And, like, it would be like running in the air and you just <laughs> let it go up a little it's bit higher. supernatural over here. And you would float down. Like, you wouldn't stay Something up walking. there. You would you would have to, like, get this momentum. It's like a sequence. Yeah. And, and like, here's the trippiest part, though. So, talking about the owls, uh, in that neighborhood where I would, like, be, um, you know, looking over all this stuff, uh, there was, like, two white owls that lived in this neighborhood in this big ass tree and these owls like their wingspan was like four and a half feet wide when they would like open up like all the way and i used to think about how uh i would be flying like these these owls because we would see the owls only at night and they were so quiet one thing i wanted to mention about the owls is they're predators they're super uh conscious like birds they're like always looking for food they're always like you know on amazing hunters yeah yeah and they would glide over our neighborhoods at night and not make a sound. Like, you just had to see them and know that they were there. And, and so through these experiences, like, I would do that. And it would only be in my neighborhood. It would never be. I would never have these outside of this house. So whenever I would sleep in this house, that's the only time I would ever have them, them uh, dreams or whatever they were, you know, uh, the experiences. And... Um, and here's the other thing. I only had nightmares in this house as well, too. Not to say I don't have nightmares elsewhere, but, I mean, like, vivid, uh, reoccurring nightmares. And I think Broly had talked about f- uh, being shot, uh, like, two or three podcasts ago. I remember feeling Swiss cheesed up before, and I had mm. fell asleep on both of my arms. <laughs> That's crazy. And when I woke <laughs> up, like, they were limp, and I couldn't move them. And yeah. uh, it was all, like... I thought there were bullet holes in the dream yeah it was the trippiest like i used to have the most vivid dreams so going into uh the uh, elevation real quick because i know it's a long stretched out story but um so the nightmares they they used to be never of a of a person or anything all i could tell you is that uh whenever i would try to leave that house like run away like anything something invisible just used to grab me and just like draw me back and i could never escape this thing and it was always like in the corner where is this house 12th Wait. avenue and southern yeah uh my mom still lives in there so th- mm. there's some tripped out shit that that goes on there and and uh mm. you know i was i had this ex-girlfriend and so here's the here's the supernatural i guess side of it my uncle uh like during like his high school years uh he had went with some friends to go they were doing like they were doing some some drugs they were gonna go swimming in this uh canal he jumps in, he breaks his neck, he they leave him there. They never Whoa. Yeah, so yeah, he mm. was he was pretty much missing and they took his bike back to the house, left his bike there, and they were kids, you know, they were scared. They they didn't know, you know. So they finally admitted to like, you know, uh like leaving him leaving there. Him right. So man, this it, the story gets kind of crazy because people used to knock on the window at night and we would look out there and there'd be nothing there, you know. Uh things would move around at night and stuff like that so the really tripped out story is um i was dating this girl at the time and um she used to talk in her sleep like all the time and it was always like really weird and (laughs) she would have these conversations and and stuff and uh she goes to my mom's house for the first time uh, because my mom still lives there and she falls asleep on the couch and uh she starts talking in her sleep and you know we could have my mom in here and she'll tell you exactly her her uh perspective of the story so my ex-girlfriend's having this 
she's having oh yeah that'd be funny huh she's she's having this conversation with this like things like she's literally like got up and was like talking moving her hands and everything so you know as soon as she woke up uh she woke up all frightful and scared and we were like you all right you know what happened and uh she goes well she goes this is really weird she goes uh i don't know how to tell you guys this she's all but this guy this young kid comes to me and tells me that he lives here and that he wants me to go help him find his bike that is supposed to be on the side of the house right here yeah and my mom just kind of plays it off and starts laughing and stuff and she's like oh yeah you know that's my brother jimmy and like all this stuff and um you know i'm like looking i'm you know i'm looking at everybody in the room and i'm like what you know that's wild yeah like what was going on you know like uh so you know this this thing goes on where uh you know they never moved out of that house so i don't know if they ever had like closure or whatever they need to do i don't know like what what exactly transpired back then but it's so weird that um you know it kind of goes into like the um supernatural side where maybe uh like out-of-body experience you know is like a a suggestive thing where it's like you know like 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 th- like things like that happened all the time in that house like people would have like nightmares they would have like um you know like uh like weird shit well yeah. people coming into them in dreams and stuff Do you remember you know? her conversation like no. what, what she was saying and maybe like girl had those special powers to talk to the, I, yeah the she was kind of tuned whatever, into that know? too because that happened in new mexico too when we were over there actually we we're in el paso texas she was stroking like she was petting this little girl's hair talking to her in spanish in el paso texas in her sleep hey no lie dude hey uh, so i'm a non-believer in that stuff like i just to me like i gotta see it to believe it something's yeah. gotta happen to me until then i'm just like skeptical fully. that's how i am like, fully right yeah like i like to see like a ghost or anything like that pull up to me like and actually so you could it. say yeah, yeah so you could be say. Like, okay now it's now we're talking yeah hey so uh check this out so she's asleep she's talking to this thing in spanish and she's stroking its hair so the skeptic comes up and i'm like putting my hand through like (laughs) where i'm not even joking i'm like laughing yeah i'm like like, you know what's going on and i'm like passing my hand through there so this is where shit got real where i stopped fucking around and i started sweating uh she (laughs) went she went from being all nice like stroking like petting this thing or whatever to uh she like gasped she was like (gasps) and then i just hear like in the rocks like just like movement like right outside of the window that we're sleeping next to in the living room and then uh she wakes up and i was like what the hell was that and then she goes hey uh because it's not like she just pops out and knows that i'm standing there and is about to tell me this story you know i gotta be like yo man you were talking in your sleep like what like what was going on so she tells me that that was a little girl that lived there and uh and the the bad man was coming to get her and she took off running and uh i swear to you i heard the rocks like right in front of the window like somebody like running through the rocks so uh apparently um this little girl was killed in that house that her sister lives in Mm. and they found that out later and uh her sister was in there talking to this spirit and uh yeah, the bad man that she was talking about is the entity that lives in that house. And uh, when I was going to take a shower, they had all these, they, they have like young kids. And I was in the restroom and I was right about to take my shirt off 
and when I pulled my shirt over my head, I looked and I thought I saw one of the kids standing there right next to the shower in the shower like you know like kind of like pulled the curtain and then was like in the in the shower and i'm like whoa you know i was like about to pull my shirt down and i looked and i was all so then i opened the door and i like looked and i was all what the you know and i nothing was there so after i took the shower and i went into the living room and i go yeah man that was crazy dude i thought one of the kids was in the bathroom uh when i was in there and then they were like like where in the restroom and i go yeah and and uh they were like and i go yeah that shower curtain like i was staring right at the shower curtain and they said like three people have seen a kid in that that restroom and it was like her her sister and me now mm. and i was all yeah so so like people that that you know she was in tune to that stuff i guess like wanted to be in tune to it but i've never experienced anything but those are some of the craziest things that you know i've i've come in contact with and actually you know was present to see those those small things yeah i found a story on a on a patient dr charles tart so he studied a lady who kept having um out-of-body experiences yeah so they put her in a room um the dude fucking stayed awake the whole time and they hit a number on like a shelf on top of her they hit the number and after she fell asleep and um, she had to write down the number she saw out on her out-of-body experience on a piece of paper. And it kept matching, dude. And these fools tried to see if it reflect. The only thing they, they said that it could reflect off of was this clock. But they tried to do, like, they couldn't see shit from it, you know, from that angle. And, um, yeah, they, they um, the professor was there. The doctor was there the whole time making sure she didn't wake up and cheated. So that's fucking... Ah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's a trip. Yeah, so that's a trip. They, there's a lot of studies though that say they're real, bro. Yeah. There's a there's a TED talk about how out of body experiences could help like depression, fucking addiction, all kinds of shit. Like you could self induce probably with like hypnotism, maybe right? They do hypnotism. Um, there's sleep, uh, like induced ways of doing it. Um. I'm sure they got more, like, ways, you know. A lot of those, um, like, hypnotists, you know, they do repressive, like, uh, like they'll, they'll put you under, like, you know, like, kind of uh, put you to sleep for a while. And then, and then through your uh, process of you sleeping, they'll try to put you under hypnosis, stuff like that. Nice. So, that's a... Thank you for sharing the story about your uh, floating experience, dude. Yeah, man, that's just crazy. You know, and I never thought about it until like like maybe the past like eight years ago, like just thinking, like reminiscing because my girlfriend had asked me, she's like, yeah, you don't dream anymore, huh? And I was like, not when I smoke. Like whenever I smoke, it's lights out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, do you guys dream when you smoke? Nah, no, no, that's why I don't have dreams. I can't yep. recall like the last dream I had. Or I might have one, but like they're not even like important. It's rare I guess because if, if I have a dream, they don't stay. Yeah, in the if mind. you don't smoke though, <laughs> uh, you, your mind just starts running like why, like you know, not nonstop. And you know that's one of the reasons why I like smoking is because uh, it's like I remain focused more. But when your mind just wanders. It's just like exercising itself for no reason, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get I quit smoking like ten years ago yeah. for a while, and then um, 
I would have the wildest dreams, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy dreams. Like yeah. movies and shit. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Shit never happens when I'm high. Uh, yeah, no, nah, that's something it it does uh suppress like I guess just like chatter, brain chatter, you know? Mm-hmm. Just kinda like you just sleep. You get like that full like body sleep, you know. Hell yeah. So fucking let's go into uh Sykes finds we skipped over that. Oh one. yeah, oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's Shoot. About Sykes little. finds. Man. Well, let me let me let me first apologize to li- the listeners. We were a little bit late today because um I was with my boy Mask. Uh, shout out to Mask BR crew. Um, he uh bought a locker, and so there's like online auctions that you could go to or you could go in person and you could pick up these lockers. Wow, And dope. yeah, he paid sixty bucks. Yo, I was. I was uh, keeping in contact with him while we were on the cast because I, I told him, I said, hey, let me know what's up when you look up that, you know, your finds and stuff, right? So I want to pass this around, Yeah, dude. but what did he find? So uh, I helped him throw half of it away, but he paid 60 bucks for this locker. And it was, like, it was funny because I don't know why he bought it. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm more of a, like, a, a perceptionist. I got to see it. I got to know what's in it. I kind of got to yeah. make make maybe the boxes were some sort of writing that i could make out this dude just goes blindly in on it there was baby shit in there like strollers <laughs> and like right and i'm like Why? like real baby shit or baby yeah like stuff. no no yeah there was probably baby shit in there because there was like bags of diapers and shit mm, so yummy. i guarantee there was something in there so uh check it out man i'm gonna pass this around but i pulled this watch out right here so it was in this adidas box and shit and it was it could have went to the trash but instead we just looked it all through so it says Swiss Oris Carlos Cost 1000M Titanium Chrono Diver Watch. Limited edition to 2000, which I told him. I was like, yo, yours is 1640 whatever. Um, so this watch was sold uh, for $1,999.50. And I'll show you the picture of the watch, too, like right after that. So that's a, a guaranteed sold watch. Uh, that's that's worth the sixty bucks right there to two grand. Hell yeah! And that's th- the the resale value. Yeah, like wow. that's what it sold on eBay. Like oh, this recent wow. one just nice. sold. Is it in a box and everything? No, 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 no. Okay. It's loose, but, but, and neither but, but, is that one. It's a nice that one's loose. Watch. Hey, but that's only one of three watches. There was in there. Yeah. Nice. So my find. So that's why I was late. I was helping out Mask. I wanted to go. Uh, go with him and second set eyes. Yep, and uh, go through that and and to me that's very exciting. That's like you know the digging. That's like you know getting into it and stuff. So, what I found though, he was gonna throw that away. No, 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 no. <laughs> like you know how you could just throw stuff away not knowing. Like you could reach oh, in a sock. Oh, he thought it was in trash. trash yeah, box. yeah, yeah. But you have to fine tooth comb everything. Yeah, because like one time Check I was gonna the pockets. Yeah, like yeah. Jose found four hundred bucks in a, a Hawaiian T-shirt before. <laughs> Yeah, it was a Hawaii, uh, like a button-up Hawaiian shirt. Nice. And my, my roommate was like, yo, these Hawaiian shits go for money. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm not even trying to hear you talk about selling Hawaiian T-shirts, right? That was yeah. what I said. The next day, like this is the power of um, like, if you can man- like if you can believe it and you speak it and manifest it, my roommate goes, goes uh, we were out hunting. We went to this like yard sale. And uh, there he goes, straight to the pile of clothes. And I'm over here looking up some other stuff. And he buys this shirt for a dollar at this yard sale. And he said he felt something in the pocket. So he, like, kind of peeked in there, and then he just paid for the shirts. And then 
we walked away and we jumped in the truck and he like waited he waited until he got like down the road <laughs> and he goes hey man i felt something in the pocket when i looked in there and uh he goes it was it was a hundred dollar bill and then i was like no way nice. dude so he stops the truck we pull over after we get down the street <laughs> and uh he pulls out a wad of hundred dollar oh, bills shit. there was there was four hundred dollar bills in this pocket that he paid a dollar for the t-shirt Dang, some rain, someone put their rainy day whatever I was, I was like wow so you can't that's, that, that's why that's they're that's selling all that stuff money. they needed oh, yeah. that money i know they needed that money that and if the they would have just yeah i can spend this much and then forgot yeah and he just walked he walked right past in this pocket that's why we're in the that's why we're in the garage though because they were fucking missing that money <laughs> That's what we said. Yeah, that was the whole reason why they had that because they lost Told the dough. Told you got to spend that for him. Now we got to have a fucking yard sale. Just get that for him. No, sell yeah. all your Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Sell all your Hawaiian shit. This oh, is why yeah. we're yeah. in this <laughs> case. You probably dope. spent it all on Hawaiian um, shirts. That's like a movie. That was that was funny, though. But um, here's what oh, I got. So I was out, oh, you know, I was hitting the state sales. Yeah, that's the actual oh, photo. Yeah, that's the photo. Oh, oh you're going through my. Yeah, yeah, this is the. So look at the. You know, it's not scratched. It's. No, I wish. I wish he would have sent a little shape. bit more. Yeah, it's in good shape, dude. Except that one's uh, the other, Was the other one uh, um, the same strap? Or yep. Was a different strap. Not strap same. on. Yeah. Strap on dollar. All right, and then here's what I got. So that's um, worth more than a dollar. Uh, I don't know if there's any Pokemon fans in the crib, uh, uh, like listeners, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hit this lick of uh, like a bunch of Pokemon stuff. So. There was like these collectors pins in there. Oh, duh. Yeah, th- oh, so uh, these are like in case that little like camera. Enamel, back right? There. Yeah, these are enamel pins, and um, I'm guessing like I looked, I looked up Mew. This is Mew right here. Uh, he goes for about like ten bucks. So I was gonna say eight dollars. Yeah, about eight bucks. It's worth something. Yeah. So there's a there's like this thing's full of them. So I'm gonna pass that around. But um, oh hell yeah, I there's buttons in there that go that. to the game. Um, and then uh, so what it was is this person was a Pokemon dealer. And they were getting out of the game, and they were just like, yo, man, make me an offer on this stuff. So I was like, cool, man. Well, you know, like, I was like, I'm happy to just, you know, take whatever you're, you know, you were uh, you know, asking or whatever, you know, and then we'll just go from there. So he charged me 80 bucks for, like, everything that I had got, which I thought was Wayfair because I buy a lot of pins, mostly Disney um, or, like, collector's pins, like, um, like uh, pop, like pop. You know, so like rock right. pins, you know, anything pop culture. Uh-huh. Um, but these are like full of dice. And then like I keep these these tins. But um, when I looked at the pins, I was like on average, he was charging uh, two for five bucks. So like I was like, oh, those are all mine. I was like, I'm going to get the canisters. I'm going to get, um, you know, the, uh, the oh, this is full of all the holographic cards. So he had separated like all his basic cards away from the like money cards. Mm-hmm. And uh I just asked the guy, like, well, how much for this tin right here? And he just threw it in for 10 bucks. Wow. But, yeah, if you look, like, it's full of, like, all the, like, So, will you sell those individually? Yeah, because some could go for big bucks. You got Charmeleon? Possibly. Oh, <laughs> how, no, how I much do you got want Char- for him? I got Charmeleon, but it's not, like, the, the old Charizard. vintage ones. Yeah. yeah. Charizard is in here, but watch. Look, Charlander? Uh, so these are like the newer stuff. You know, like you know who you should hit up to, uh, that'll probably want to look through this stuff is uh, uh, Idiom. Oh, yeah, I just texted him, actually. I I had some books that would crack you guys up from my childhood. What you got? And growing up in, like, Texas churches and stuff, there was these books about something. One was called The Something in the Toy Box. 
and they would go Indian through and in the talk cupboard. about how all this stuff was a cult or like. Re- oh, yeah. really? Oh, and uh, it would be fun to read as an adult so now. Much. You know what I mean? It'd be fun to read these crazy. Yeah. But I remember Pokemon coming up a lot. Yeah, big time. Like that, probably Harry Potter. Like yeah. they were going to control America with this, you know, or whatever. If you think about it, it kind of is like that because um, you have to think back to the oldest forms of magic and stuff. So yeah, um, exactly. sorcery, the cards, exactly. you know, reading tarot. So that's all this is. It's just exactly. The same so thing. they relate it to, it's like an yeah. entry to dark magic yeah. or like an introduction. Yep. Just like uh, how people call, I, I don't say this, this is retarded, but how they say weed is gateway. You right. know what I mean? Which is bullshit. But yeah, that's same, same, same kind of stress they're trying to put on it. But um, through these fines, so just to let you guys know, like I paid 80 bucks. Uh, like, I mean, I haven't looked up the cards. Um, there was a little bit more to it, too. I left them at home, but there were these uh, Pokemon balls with the uh, puzzles in them. Those were dope. Yeah, I left those because it was like a little bit too much stuff. Oh, to yeah. But I would say I'd say it's about 300 plus. You know to sell, and I could sell it really fast. What do these pogs go for? So those aren't pogs; those go to the sets of the card game. So every They're markers, yeah, every year that you come out with a new Pokemon set, you get one of those. Uh, like it's the series that it that it represents. Yeah. Oh, right. And and like uh, Mike was saying, they use them on the uh, on the game itself you as get a, a marker. commemorative marker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you play? Were you no, like a- I just. Just no. use that term from like in the in poker Pogs. it would be a, a oh, small okay. blind or a big blind button Same thing. that you pass yep. around, yes, to show position. And stuff. Yep, yeah, and um, yeah, that one's cool, huh? A little cassette player. Yeah, that one's dope. It's a loot crate exclusive, which is like a monthly subscription that I'm, you can get. How much get. you want for this? Oh, thirty-five. Uh, we'll dollars. talk. If we'll talk after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk off air. Yeah, yeah we'll talk off air. We I'm, I'm gonna put yeah. it in here. Just okay, good thirty-five. Good thirty-five bucks. Yes, yeah, that's about seventy dollars right there. Yeah. Pay for the whole lot. You know, exactly. two for eighty. <laughs> so, um, you know, one thing I wanted to to kind of like. Uh, talk about about this whole flipping thing is um so right now like i don't believe in paying taxes like me personally this is just my own personal you know uh take on it like i i don't really uh, same as amazon yeah yeah <laughs> right you know billions of dollars though that they get to write off mm-hmm. so like me what well, i'm maybe what like maybe a couple thousand dollars maybe six thousand like at max and they're writing off billions of dollars you know the easiest ones are yeah. always got me in texas Every office building that would open up would have corn next to it. And I remember when some old guy told me, he's like, you know why they grow corn in every field? They purposely put part of their land to grow corn to now zero tax it out. It's agriculture land as long as you have an acre of corn. Yeah. So they just trash the corn, you know what I mean? Yeah, and just let it die. And then just don't pay taxes on their big campus, you know? Yeah, how much you want for this tape? No, I'm just fucking with you. $80. (laughs) No, just kidding. Bidding more. $45. Uh, so we have a li- hey, th- we, this is the first live auction going on oh, uh, the Great Beyond podcast. <laughs> we have five dollars over it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, you connect that to flipping. So you know, like uh, the thing. Is, so with taxes, this is what I was gonna say. Um, I I was paying taxes. I was you know abiding by the rules. I was doing all this, and then what I realized is, is I was like, I was like, man, you know, I got I got in trouble because I I had got another job where i was working at the video game art place and i was making a lot of money and i got hit with the you know that that tax the 10 whatever like 1090 or whatever 1099? yeah 1099 self-employment. self-employment i got that hit at the end of the year i didn't listen i didn't put away that money on the side i just was blowing cash like i was rich so i had to i had to you know i was at the time i was 
doing the, the legal route and I was doing everything right. So I paid the taxes. And this is the part that I was just like, man, this goes into those corn crops and how these people get over on big business gets over. All I did was I talked to the IRS and this is how I know it's illegal. Like uh, one uh, back when we first wrote taxes into, you know, the, the, the Constitution about how we would tax the population. It was supposed to be for uh, it was um, it was uh, a voluntary. So voluntarily you would put in money and stuff like that and then they changed it to privatized you know uh like after the new deal fdr yep and uh they privatized it so now it they got uh like big banks to make it illegal so where they can go into your home start taking your possessions even even uh you can go to jail don't trust banks yeah so you know like what battle said Right. Alexander Hamilton said that. All of them said it. All of our uh, presidents, our forefathers, they all said the minute we start trusting banks and the minute we go to a privatized banking system, that is the end, you know, of like the way we uh, deem our freedom. So, you know, with that, with that, with that long story being said, they were they were basically willing to negotiate that money, which tells you that if it was really the law, they would have made you pay the full on full amount. But first thing they do is they waive all their bullshit fees and they knock it back down to the original amount and then they take off money on top of that. Mm -hmm. So really all you have to do is just not claim your taxes and then just work out a deal with them at the end of the year and pay only a portion of it. Yeah, and I think I'm pretty sure you can't go to jail for not paying your taxes. You can only go to jail for cheating on your right. taxes. So Hence, I c- Wesley Snipes, a famous case. Exactly. You mean for not paying taxes? Yeah, you, not you paying taxes. You cannot go to jail for not paying your taxes or your medical bills or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. your credit card. Because eventually they'll get you. They'll stick you when you get yeah, that money. Yeah, they're, they're going to yeah. get what you got. They right. know you don't have any money. Right. But it's cheating on your taxes that is a federal offense. As when yeah. you do have money, that's when they're going to get you because right. eventually you're going to report something. Yeah, eva- evasion when mm-hmm. you start washing money and that doing all that. Exactly. Yeah, that's now you're into criminal activity. Well, like dirt, like Dirty, that fool never done this. But not having money is not a criminal Let's all sign out for the video portion of it real quick. We're running out of space. Peace out, YouTube. Yeah, we'll see you. So um, I was just like, yo, why not be a better businessman and just negotiate at the end of the year? That's what all business does. So, you know, like like we said, Amazon. Right. Oh, well, guys, look, we only netted this much billion. So we're still under the six billion you allowed us. So we don't got to pay the taxes. And it's totally like it's accepted. They get tax breaks. You know, like they're they're kind of gunning for like the number one position for like money made right mm-hmm. like they're they're yeah, up and there. i would assume i don't know if they do this lobbying themselves or if they're involved with a pack or a super pack it's got to be man you know that goes yeah. in ahead of them yep and just uh, just lays all the groundwork and yep. you just pay you grease those people up and they're professionals you know yeah and they political slide action right committee is yeah. one of the scariest things we have yeah so until now like i i've i've been uh just uh, buying and selling pretty much like just in general like in person you know stuff like that but what I was going to say is I could have really been like a like a really big business maker because dude since I've been on since I've been on eBay uh, I just want to bring up this little fact for you guys look at how much money I've made on eBay since uh, when you do it allegedly eBay. allegedly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Check. this allegedly. is a well first of all this Remember, is like this including is their shipping this is uh all the stuff that they um, so this isn't a grand like they total. On, yeah, they tacked on like just the grand Service total, fees and what everything. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't really bank this amount. It's like, like a it's like a gross amount. 
So uh, the uh, the gross amount since the time that I've like started this account is. Hold on, it's calculating. <laughs> calculating. Let's see. One billion dollars. Eighty-seven thousand dollars. Twenty-eight cents. And uh, wow, that's that, a lot of work. Yeah, that's two thousand one hundred. That's a lot of buttons. Wow. wow. I got a bunch of toys I need to sell. Thousand players. So imagine if I was. Pimping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If I was doing it like hundred percent, like all day, like just really doing it, you know. Well, that, yeah, you're charging eighty dollars for a pin. For a pin, so hey, you got that? And people are buying. You, you know? want? I know, right? PayPal me right now, and it's yours. Go right. lock that in. I don't have PayPal. So. Nah, just wait till you put, put it on eBay. So yeah, you can buy it right. off eBay. I know, man. That's the bad thing about yeah, you PayPal. Catch me on eBay stuff. and uh, forward slash. Hey, Bitcoin <laughs> me. Psych's fine. You got Psych to Bitcoin me, dude. Von Doom dog. <laughs> Psychmondi.org. Hey, now it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Psychneflum, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's, that's pretty fucking amazing. 87K. 87K, dude, just straight uh, no, 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 um, no holds barred. And how no many transactions? Two thousand one. Uh, Two thousand one hundred and six, to be exact. And I just got feedback right now. So this dude said, nicest seller ever. Very accommodating, exactly as described. Well packaged. Thanks. Town we listen to from the great beyond. Yeah. Well, yeah. real deal. More. Yeah. How's he know what your package size is? He saw it through the shorts. Man, that's cool. Yeah, on uh, on, some, on eBay? Little, uh, Sykes, Sykes finds uh, things so you can put one in each package. Dude, that'd be know? sick. Yeah. With your links and stuff. Mm. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to. So if you guys want to actually for the podcast too, I'll even put them in there because we talk about the finds every Yeah, every the week, Sykes too. finds, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's dope, Fuck man. Yeah, yeah let's, uh, I love uh, that segment. Yeah. That was sweet. Let's oh, close yeah, out dude. the uh, show. Any uh, final thoughts, Miguelito? Um, I think... Um, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Franquito? No, just uh, keep a lookout. We're going to be doing some big things at the end of the month uh, revolving um, um, all forms of art, mainly based around graffiti with the with the school um teaming up with a lot of people from the community doing it the right way and um yeah really excited august is gonna uh the school year is gonna be popped off with some really good shit so uh just keep a lookout and uh and there goes all the there buttons. goes sykes finds half price so 15 dollar <laughs> pen in that little boom box <laughs> who want it on sale right now king j um No, no really final Just, um, it was a great show. And yeah. shout out all the listeners, you know, from the great beyond. Keep on climbing beyond. And if you have any out-of-body experiences, definitely hit us up. We'd like to find with people and bring them in and see what they got to offer. Hit us up on the Roach Clip podcast, on the gram, Roach Clip Brody on the snap. Yeah, it's a dope fucking show. Thanks again, guys. Um, you know, I'm usually cordial. I'm always early. But, uh, yeah, this was a, a good show. Uh, I wanted to do that out-of-body experience thing, too. I wanted to get somebody, uh, maybe somebody other than us, like another person X, you know, somebody in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe we'll work that out in the future for one of those guys. But, uh, uh, yeah, the, shoot, closing, uh, 
I think it's really cool that everything we talked about, I wish I would have had a little bit better information, but those were all things that I studied. So I think every week I'm just going to notate after I watch these docs or uh, read I like these. the jumping off points. Anyway, yeah. So I never feel bad that we... You yeah, know. that it mixes around and it mm. goes off uh, cancer. But uh, yeah, what was I going to say about uh, coming up? Oh, okay, so for the listeners, in two weeks, we're going to have a guest uh, coming back from Roswell. So oh, hell yeah. yeah. Two they, weeks. I'm excited. They live in Roswell. They have a lot of stories. So we're just not going to specifically focus on one. We're just going to interview them. And uh, they're a big smoker, too, so that's always good. But um, Always good. Yeah. Uh, I was just – this is what I was going to ask uh, uh, to the listeners, you know, anybody out there that does have an out-of-body experience, like even listening to the show or anything, you know, uh, and that's tapping in, tuning into another frequency. Let us know how we're doing out there, you know, yep. on them extra galactic uh, uh, radio waves, you know. Intergalactic yeah. planetary, planetary. Yo, when's, when's the uh, music section of the podcast coming? Next week. Next. Oh, snap. Yo, you just brought it up. Dang. Uh, maybe got, I'm not ready for next uh, week. I still need to get some needles. <laughs> Do you have some setup or anything you could bring? little bit yeah that's i just need to get a couple things like needles and stuff like that and then all right let me know dude and um i'll try to help you out with whatever i can cool all right hell yeah for what music yeah throw a little dj set you know an intergalactic music break i'm down for some half hour break between the show i like that yeah it'll be music focusing on the show a little bit yep all right i like that oh ufo sounds i got those i got that I'd like to uh, I recommend that, that documentary on Netflix, The Family. So if you guys, it's going to show you that this, this is all facts, dude. A secret Christian group that lives in Capitol Hill. The Family. It's a, yeah, The Family. That's what they call themselves. And that's pretty much what runs, what runs everything, bro. It talks about all these powerful people. That you've never even heard of, bro. But they're in the background in every picture, mm-hmm. you know, famous picture. There's that vato. There's that vato. He's like this super Christian. Um, but Christians are saying this isn't even Christianity, bro. They don't even read the Bible. They read this book that just says Jesus, dude, on the, oh, for, on the, front? On, on the front, dude. And it's Jesus. way smaller than the Bible. And that's what they live by, bro. You know? No gay Jesus? They pretty much say uh, <laughs> G- Jesus is not a pussy, you know? And they try to instill that on the members. There was 12 members, I think. And, yeah, check it out. The family. Closing thoughts is shout out Jesus again. Handling the camera shout work. Out. Yeah. Shout, shout out. Shout out Sykes. Shout out Prodi. King J. Franco. Miguelito. You know, Dolo. we're going to continue to do this every week <laughs> for you guys. Except on holidays or whatever. You never know what's going to pop off. But we're going to try to do this every Saturday. See what Sykes comes with next week. Because he came with some super dope finds garbage you know. pail kid cards next it week it gives me a week worth mm-hmm. of like stuff that. to look at you know it's exactly. fun sometimes at night to and sha- oh look at that That's, next week Ooh. we're going to talk about those i like that yeah. garbage pail kids cards originals or reprints both nice yeah and yeah fuck uh fuck epstein and you guys just keep your head up we are from the, from the great beyond oh. peace Yeah, it does, man. I think Ducky's here. Dude, yeah, we didn't even touch that. Uh, we the pond? To, uh, talk about oh, right. that. Duck.